from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about Wrestling Empire, and Mario 3D World has a new trailer. And we have Alex Arona here from Super GG Radio to talk to us about the Monster Hunter Rise demo. I think my new controller makes me better at Tetris. I'm ready to play now! Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 253, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourselves. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey Alpha Mel Johnson. I'm Jeremy Definitive Edition Mikowski. I'm John Polygonal Punishment Editor. And we have a guest this week. I am Alex GG Arona from the Super GG Radio Podcast. What's up, Alex? Nice to see you again. It's been like, it's been a while. I think last time I saw you in person was at the wrestling event at c2e2 and that was like at the end of february 2020 so it's getting close to being a full year it's been a trip yeah and you've uh yeah you got you got some stuff happening congratulations by the way thank you very much thank you very much yeah i got uh i unlocked a progeny right (laughs) progeny I, i now have a child so it's all wild over here there's a lot of stuff that people don't tell you they always say like oh you're gonna be all tired you're gonna be sleepy all the time all that stuff i'm fine with that we've done the 24-hour extra life streams, so I'm okay mm. not sleeping. Uh, it's more that it doesn't... People never explain to me that they might as well just fill a balloon with milk and puke and poop and then just spray it across your house. Wow. And I, <laughs> I did not realize that that's what that life was going to be. That's, uh, yeah. That sounds exciting. <laughs> Do you have carpet? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, just got a new couch, which that was a mistake. <laughs> So I got I got to say that that was something no one told me and I it just was from the jump baby home puke everywhere. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's just I got to live with it. That's the life now. You you got to get the plastic covering for the for the couch, you know. That's why my grandparents did that. My wife's grandmother still has like her, her furniture it's like the most uncomfortable per- furniture ever of all time and it's still wrapped in pl- it still has like the plastic covering on it and it's Hilarious! I never, I never ran into that before I met her, but yeah, it was it was just something I'd heard about in like movies and TV shows. But yeah, it's, no, yeah, that's a, my my grandparents had it too, and now I kind of wish I had it. Yeah, I mean, you can you can maybe buy like a the, the temporary couch cover or something. So yeah, oh, we're too far this. gone now. We're too far. It, it's been three weeks. <laughs> it's already the damage has been done. Yeah, the It'll dog be... is constantly covered in puke too, so the dog's not loving oh, it. Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah, there's animals involved too. Covered him in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly at at, uh, at Jess's grandma's house, I actually like uh, I'll like poke my finger in the in the plastic wrap, and I kind of like leave little indents in there while I'm there. This is how I keep myself sane. She knows about it. She doesn't know about it. She'll never know. But that's why I told Jess about it. That I just kind of. I just kind of just like poke my fingers into the plastic wrap. Well, you touch what's there. not supposed to be touched. You just want to touch some fabric. Nobody knows. 
I mean, I don't break it, but I just kind of like, I kind of test it. I'm like, how far can I punch? Can I poke this until it maybe feels like it's going to break? <laughs> you know, it's just. Yeah. The one thing the I learned from all this is that. Graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something to it. It's, it just drives me crazy. Especially like, cause her, it's like the land of no comfort there. Like the bed is like sleeping, <laughs> is like sleeping on a tombstone. Jess calls it like the tombstone bed. And it's, and like the couch is awful. She has like one recliner that's like maybe, Maybe like thirty percent comfortable. <laughs> everything, but everything else is awful. Like the the chairs are bad. Like the kitchen chairs are awful. And yeah, probably got like Japanese beds there. It's yeah. I think. Well, I mean, we yeah. Well, you you were in Japan too. You went there before we did. Yes. So you know, I had my shoulder was killing me for like months after that after that Airbnb place that we stayed in because our because our because uh, I was sleeping on my side weird and it and there's like no yeah the the mattress was pretty thin too so it was like. Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> I felt it for months after we got back, but it was worth it. Didn't, didn't, I wasn't mad about it. The one thing I, say, I will say is that I, I did learn that I made a with the New Year's. I said I'm going to play. I'm going to play new games or whatever. I'm going to play games that I want to play, but I'm going to try to veer towards JRPGs. I'm going to play 100 hour games. I'm going to do hmm. all this stuff. Have a baby. Wait, no, those things. <laughs> so it might have been a mistake. We'll see. Well, there might be. Uh, I mean, are, there's there's probably some times where. I don't know. I've heard about this from, from, uh, for, you know, parents with kids. Sometimes you're like holding the baby and the baby falls asleep and you have to kind of wait there for the baby to stay asleep. So maybe if you can reach your switch, you just kind of like, you know, just get a little bit in there while, you, while, while the baby's sleeping on you. I got to, I've gotten adept at those little weird, like just a bunch of cloth wrappies where you just mm-hmm. wrap the baby up to your chest. And I've been playing that way. Oh, cool. So. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think about that. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I, I, I know nothing on the baby spectrum over here, but but that works. That's yeah. okay. That's uh, thank, okay. I mean, thankfully, depending on what kind of RPG you're playing, like some of them don't involve that much like gameplay, I guess, like or like erratic gameplay. It's not like an action game where you have to be like, oh, you know, like hitting button, the, hitting the buttons really quick and all that. It's more cerebral, you know, depending well, that, on which one you the play. The switches, uh, sleep mode and resume. It you, makes it a breeze. Oh yeah. Is there anything like currently that you're working on? I'm playing Nino Kuni, Star Ocean, and uh, Persona 5 Royal. So I am starting the year with a bang on all three of those, making progress. Oh, so you? Uh, I think I think I saw you put that on Twitter that you. I, I know you were like a big uh, Persona 5 fan, and and you were saying something about like whether you should buy Royal again because it's roughly the same thing. And but you did it anyway. You took the plunge. Oh, well, that was actually my, one of my co-hosts. I actually convinced him to buy it. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I actually bought Royal Day One. It's turning a hundred-hour game into a hundred and thirty-hour game. Yeah, uh, it's, I like it. I, I like it a lot. They do add enough. They add enough content to make it worth it. And they, they um, ch- and they changed it kind of right. Like some of the stories oh, a little bit different in uh, in Royal. Like enough to keep it fresh. Like there's more options or stuff like that. More, I don't know. I never made options, it all the way through five. New confidants and if, and then you know at a certain point, the ending kind of was a little bit more abrupt in the original. So now it kind of expands upon that. Hmm. So it kind of has like an epilogue, like sort of like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles does. Yes, where it continues. Yes. Yeah, because they added because they added that like after you know after, like you play the first one, then it's like here's an extra twenty hour episode that you can play after that that continues. Well, that's the good story. to know because uh, Xenoblade Chronicles has been purchased. Oh, good. Yeah, that that was uh, that was one of uh, those like my number two game of last year was Xeno was Xeno Definitive Edition. So it's uh, yeah. I, I love it. I'm a big JRPG person, so like right now it's like that Octopath, uh, Trails of Cold Steel one, 
Resonance of Fate. There's, I, it's, I have so many JRPGs. You're playing the Star Ocean on Switch, right? The one that was re-released, the Famicom yeah. one. I was, a, I was a big fan of that series growing up. Did, when I was a PlayStation One person, and that was, uh, and uh, my dad had a chipped PlayStation, so it was all just like kind of he would, you know, make copies of games and all that stuff. That's kind of shady, but uh, it just kind of led to me uh, wanting to take every single JRPG I could find, no matter how obscure and how weird it was, and I was playing all of them. And that's kind of how I, like, I knew I played SNES, but I never really had one as a kid. So when they re-released Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger together on PlayStation, that's how I played those. Oh, okay. So you had to deal with the the load times on both of those. It, I'm a patient person. It's brief, but it's annoying. I mean, I've played I've played both of them on my PlayStation on my PSP that I have. I played the PlayStation version of Chrono Trigger and and uh, the final all the Final Fantasies that were on there for the most part. Yeah. And yeah, there's just like this really weird delay like before like every fight. It's just kind of yeah. like it just feels weird if you played the Super Nintendo one a lot. It's just like uh, okay, but you got you just get used to it. But now Star Ocean, that's a that's a quality product, I gotta say. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, I I really liked it when it came out uh, with the Switch one. I liked it a lot, and I played it like every day, and then I just stopped. I think something else came out, and and I, uh, I just kind of like that there are miss like it's it's one of those games that you can have a party of like fifteen people, and you can pick and choose your party members. But and then that was one of the earlier times that I remember that there were missable or you would there would be a point where you could go and find this bonus character but if you did it would make a character further down the road uh you're unable to get him oh Ooh. yeah yeah so it kind of made it made it variability and gave you more reasons to play in the playstation days only uh the part two came out star ocean 2 mm. so i i played one via emulation back in the day and uh when it came out on switch i had to get that yeah i don't remember there's not 15 uh playable characters in one though are they on the switch one you were playing? I have to see how many characters there were. Oh, because I, I mean, I, I was playing it, and I only had like four. I'm like, am I missing something on this game? Uh, I think there are more, but... But also, uh, I didn't really look at a guide that much. I was kind of just like... But I also thought the game was kind of easy, so I mean, I didn't really feel like I needed to get more characters. So is this characters like Chrono Cross, where there's like a million characters? Yeah, where you get you get like two characters in ten minutes. It's like, who is this person? Oh, they're on your team. It's like, okay. No, uh, no, I don't think it's that that quick. But uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. There's a uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve characters in Star Ocean One. Oh wow. Okay. I guess I was playing it wrong because I didn't get any. I don't think I got any new characters. I was just playing with the ones that I got. I think I, I had, think that there's um, I think I had there's three. A, a, there's a way to go into town where like you can walk into a town or you can press like in a it'll say special event or something. That you yeah. press a, a button. And that'll make it so that your team split up and you have special yeah. conversations. Yeah, I remember that. Like, that was a thing that I just didn't, I didn't understand. I'm like, why do I need to, I'm like, why do I not need to go there as a group? Like, I won't know who, who can uh, wield whatever weapon when I'm trying to buy it. So I, but then I read later that you, there's like extra stuff if you go there separately. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe yeah, that- and that's kind of where, <laughs> where it starts, you start having bonus conversations and unlock those. So, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe that's why I stopped playing it. Cause I was like, oh man, this sounds way more complicated. I heard that one isn't that long. Like it's not like a hundred hour RPG. No, and I, think I think it's like that 40 was or fifty. And I think that was part of what intrigued me about it was that you know as much as I, I love hundred hour RPGs too, but it's like who has the time? What are your, what are your <laughs> thoughts on Nino Kuni? What do you guys have you guys played Nino Kuni at all? I, I actually haven't played it. I played a demo of it on PlayStation Three. Um, it looks it looks beautiful. It looks uh it has that Studio Ghibli look. 
and that's basically what I know about it. I know a lot of people hated Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni too, is what I heard. Really? But um, I don't know. From one of our uh, one of our listeners was actually emailing me about Nino Kuni one, and he said he was having problems with the with the switch port of it. Where, oh, really? Why? Yeah. Well, he said it would uh, it would basically like uh, crash a lot. Oh. Where it would uh, it would like uh, you know kick you out of the game. And he said well, it was he... getting to the point of being troublesome because it was in between saves and he had to do redo a lot of stuff and it wasn't didn't work out well for him. But I haven't really read for it much elsewhere. But that's what I know. That's what I know about Nino Kuni. How much have you played of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm about ten hours in and I haven't had any crashes yet. So, but I mean, again, maybe that game's like seventy hours and I've, I've barely touched it. Maybe. But the problems I have is that it really holds your hand on a, on most things to the point that it just it's it, it slows down the pace a lot so mm-hmm. you move forward you get to a part of the story they give you they introduce a mechanic where you can take somebody who's enthusiastic take their extra enthusiasm and put it into somebody that's got no motivation and you use that to fuel the next character story event huh. but it does it, it teaches you how to do it and then never lets you free roam to do it it actually stops you at every point and says this guy's got a lot of enthusiasm. Why don't you pull out your spell book and take his take his enthusiasm? And it, it, you, if I know that person's got enthusiasm, I can't just walk up and use that spell. I have to prompt a conversation. Oh, weird. And that's and that's kind of for everything. Every little story beat. It's like, hey, why don't you do this? And it's like, I know I wanted to, but I had to talk to you first because you won't let me do it. Mm. So yeah, Th- that could be annoying. I mean, hopefully, at some point, it lets you gives you some freedom and it opens up maybe at the 30 hour mark or something well i mean <laughs> I it, 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 it's, it's open up as far as like you know you explore the world you get into combat and all that stuff yeah. but whenever there is like the next story beat to figure out the next point it stops you stops you stops you mm. well that's i've yeah. thought about buying it multiple times because it goes on sale a lot it, yeah, i think i think it was recently on the christmas sale i think it was like 15 or 12 bucks or something pretty cheap yeah it's so it's so cheap it's been like uh yeah it's been like 15 dollars i think is as low as it goes, and that's so cheap for a long RPG. And I keep thinking about it, but my RPG log is long, so I'm kind of mm. trying to categorize it. Especially like with we have two big RPG ish games coming out soon, like a like Bravely Default Two is just around the corner, yeah. and of course the one after that in March, which we'll talk about in detail, uh, Monster Hunter Rise is also around the corner. Which that's arguable. I would say it's not an RPG, but that's a uh, Maybe that's another yeah. maybe that's another conversation just because yeah. of uh just because there's not a leveling system i guess that's my bar that i normally say for whether it's an rpg or not but that's that's what you've been playing for the most part yep that's that's kind of what i've been playing when i when i do have time oh, okay well did you watch the trailer the mario world trailer i did i did watch that say let's talk about that first just cuz it was kind of short so there was a new mario 3d world trailer today from nintendo it was like two minutes, 40 seconds, something like yeah. that. And it's a new, it's basically showing off like the new mode of Mario 3D World. Fury. Yeah. And, and was it, was it just me or did it look like more, did it look like more 3D than like 3D yes, World normally it does? It did. It yeah, looked it did. like Odyssey a bit. Yeah. Very yeah. Odyssey. Cause I noticed that it, cause you know, 3D is like has this sort of like in between where it's kind of more like top down, but then, not, you know, it's like in between like side scrolling and 3D and. It's more limited, yeah. It's, yeah, it feels like a two D Mario in three D, and this kind of felt more like, yeah, felt more like Odyssey. And I've seen people kind of talking about that, thinking that maybe it was more based on the Odyssey 
engine than the uh, 3D World engine. Now, but. this wasn't in the Wii U version, was it? This is the new stuff, yeah, that they're adding to the re-release. So this is one. This was like the question mark thing from when it was, whenever it was unveiled that it was coming out. I think it was the Mario Thirty Five Direct, right? It was when we heard about that. It was, yeah. Yep. yeah. And then they said that there's going to be another mode that they, or maybe it was they showed Bowser Fury was on there, but they didn't talk about it. And they're like, it'll be talked about at a later date. And now that's now they closed up. They closed on the exact shot that they opened the new trailer with, which with which was the um, zoom in, the slow zoom in on this giant cat bell. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, the dark. dark yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. And this is yeah, and it's this is coming out next month as well, right? I think it's a February thirteenth, February yep. release. Yeah, so it's, it's Valentine's it's, Day gift. Yeah, it's it's around the corner. So yeah, is this a limited release as well? Like, is this one of those ones where it's only going to be available for a certain amount of time? I, I don't I think, think I haven't heard that. that. I don't think so. I, as far as I know, it's not because what the only limited ones were. 3D All Stars, uh, Fire Emblem, and and Mario 35, Mario right? 35. Yeah. Wait, oh, Fire, Fire Emblem One is is limited. Yeah, that's what they said. That's I, surprising. I don't know why. Just buy it if you want. If you're interested, it's six dollars cheap. It's well, I mean, I'm gonna buy it now. I thought I thought I had time. I was like, oh, I'll pick it because I did the when Dragon Quest One came out, but I definitely didn't think that this would be that limited. Yeah, right. It's I don't understand the limited thing. It really doesn't. Like, why would you not, I don't know, why would you not want to sell a game anymore? Like, maybe if they want to not handle, like, the online servers for Mario 35, I understand that, but I don't know. It seems like a weird way for them to, you know, make their stuff cost more. Like, <laughs> they do, you know, right. create creating the whole... Uh, I wonder, is that when the fiscal year ends or something like that? You know, I, I, think it is, I think it is, actually, around that time, so that's what people just were, trying were to speculating the numbers. on. Yeah. Was that called false scarcity? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to think yeah. of. Yeah, the false scarcity. They're gonna do the Disney Vault with Mario Thirty Five. <laughs> Mario's going into the Disney Vault. Oh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hang out with Disney. Stores. Takes everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there. Maybe that's the new it thing. I mean, I mean, Destiny did that. Destiny took all their took their older content and put it in a vault and said, like, oh, we'll bring it back at some point, but not now. It's gone. <laughs> we'll bring it back when you miss it. They lost combination. Yeah. When you when you're like all like man, I miss that old Destiny. What if like, it hey. turns into a Zelda 35? You know, mm, that's coming up, right? Maybe that's what'll happen. I mean, that's what people think is that like because it's going away at the end of March, that means some sort of new thing. But I don't know. But as far as the uh, from what I saw of this, from what they showed in this trailer, I was definitely interested. I mean, I haven't really done it. I just I don't you know I had all these games on Wii U, so I hate rebuying them for Switch. That's why I haven't really rebought yeah. any of them except for breath of the wild i bought that for switch just because just because i was able to buy it from a family member for like 30 dollars. i'm re- i'm playing through the first one right now thanks to trey the wii u one so we'll see if, if this adds a lot more content then maybe i would give this a look because i think the the way they ended it really intrigued me like yeah super saiyan mario Yes, yes, yeah, super. It it basically becomes like it, it became the big Pokemon battles from uh, right. Get Gigantamaxing or Gigamaxing, whatever they call it. It's Gigantamax, I think. Of the Gaiju, po- Mario and Bowser, the Pokemon Sword and Shield, and yeah, Mario's hair like goes full on like a Kiri Toriyama, you know, art style Dragon Quest, Dragon Ball, you know, big hair there, and it's like okay, all right. Yeah cool why why not i mean they, they've had kaiju stuff in the past like more bowser's inside story you could do stuff like that and i think there was a giant luigi in dream team also even in a uh, yoshi's island the final boss was the giant it was the, the giant kaiju bowser, baby also. bowser yeah yeah oh yeah yeah 
But what? Yeah. I, yeah. No. I, I mean, I think it. I think it looks great. Like I really like. I really like the way the footage is, and I like that it's more three D. And I'm wondering if it's. I'm wondering if it's just kind of like one big like sandbox area. Like I saw somebody else mentioning that. Sure, it looks like it. Online. It's like an open area, especially the Bowser fight. Yeah, and you kind of just go around and do different things, and that's like. I mean, I'm like, well, shit, that's definitely going to make me wanna want to get into it. So. I don't what know. I was more what what I was more like interested by is that um, uh, my partner isn't she she's not like as as keenly adept in 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 video games as much especially uh, cameras and stuff more the three D she's really good at platformers but mm-hmm. when it comes to like controlling a camera and and you know using both sticks it's a little bit trickier for her. so with this and even with Odyssey you know the the two player mode that they had this looks like it has like an assist mode to have like a second almost like you know like a Luigi's Mansion having that secondary character who can't really die but just helps mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I, the vibe i got so i was like oh this is to be a fun game to play with my partner just like me and her just like oh she's gonna be bowser jr and uh i'm gonna be mario and we're gonna figure out this level and we're gonna defeat uh giant giga bowser oh yeah yeah because uh is bowser like so is he so furious that he's hating his own kid is that's what's happening in this <laughs> that bowser jr has yeah. to join forces with mario because because bowser is so gigantic and mad that's what it looks like. Yeah. Mad dad. I, I also saw that uh, the, the Bowser Jr. amiibo will work with it. I don't, I don't know no. what exactly for, but they did say that the Bowser and the Bowser Jr. amiibo are both, will both work with 3D World. And there's also the cat amiibos that are coming out. They're so. Also, they re-released the Bowser Jr. amiibo and the Bowser. Oh, they did? They're doing another run of them, yeah. Okay. I, I have um, them. I did, I did get them when they came out. But, yeah, for anybody who needs them. For anybody who's out there looking for amiibo, I don't know. Because yeah, as far How's as that I, amiibo collection going, well, I mean, we did actually get. I mean, just went out. I mean, we got the last. They're right here. I mean, we actually we actually got the last two that were released. So wow, we got we got Joker, we got Joker and uh, uh, Lodo over here, Hero, whatever whatever you want to call. Them. So you've officially got every single one, huh? No, I don't have every single one. Oh. I just I got we got all of the ones that were released. I think these were the only ones that were released in 2020. Maybe there might have been more at the beginning. I don't know. We have a lot of them, but no, I have no way near all of them. There's so fucking many. We went to we went to the Nintendo store in New York a couple of years ago, and they have this like a uh, display there that has every single amiibo in it, mm. and it's fucking stupid. Like it's so big. But I did. Uh, there's a there's a video on our YouTube actually where I went. I I filmed while I was there and cut it into like a, a video, and I and I go like through. I basically do like I'd scan all of the amiibo on this giant fucking amiibo shelf, and it's stupid. It's it's like a it's like a table with like glass over it, mm-hmm. but they have all of them. They even have like the Japanese uh, Monster Hunter story ones in there that weren't available here. And Box What's Boy. What's the number? The number? Fuck. There's got to be. There's got to be over a hundred. Like there's there's a fuck ton of them. I feel. Yeah. I mean, I don't count them because it kind of scares me to know how many I have. But I think I have to at least have like sixty. If not more than okay. that, because it was the amiibo for me would just kind of I would just buy them if I could find them, or if there were specific ones that I wanted, you know, I would go that I specifically wanted, I would look for. Like these ones, definitely, you know, the Dragon Quest one I really wanted, and I was like, well, Joker looks fucking cool, so I really want that one too. So these were, you know, that one. But and when and when we went to Japan, like amiibo are everywhere because they don't really care that much about them. Yeah. So it's really so I bought a bunch of amiibo while I was in Japan as well because. They would just be like, "Oh, here's ones I've never seen before," you know. So I just grabbed them. So, and I would find them. I you think know, I have. Yeah, I have three. I have. Uh, I got. I got my partner Bowser and Tom Nook. 
because those are her two uh, favorite Nintendo characters. And I have a Ryu, and my brother has Ken because we grew up uh, playing Street Fighter. Oh, nice. I, yeah, I have both of them right up here too, of, of Ryu mm-hmm. and Ken. And uh, yeah, there's they're kind of spread all over the house. I have like a lot of the Mario ones are in our room, and then we have like a bunch of them under our TV, just like various ones that I change out depending on whatever game's out. It still has Animal Crossing ones on there, actually, because we never really stopped playing that game. So, John has, like, what, two cases of Amiibo? Oh, yeah, sure. Cereal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got them on discount from uh, Ralph's grocery store. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, we still got all those. He's got the Mario uh, cereal ami- that functions yeah. as an Amiibo. Oh, I have yeah, that, I too. I have that, yeah. That's on my it's on my fridge. I, uh, I probably have at least 15 Amiibo, actually. Did just pre-purchase the uh, Bowser Jr. today because I always wanted that one. I'm debating that Joker one. That Joker <laughs> one's real cool. I figured you would have the Joker one when I showed it to you because, you, you, like I said, you're, you were a fan. So figured- yeah, I've been debating that one. I've been like, mm, that Joker looks real cool. But hey. so is that Cloud. That yeah, cloud I got Cloud too. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's right here. And there's yeah, there's the Sephiroth one coming out. I guess uh, there were some out that I missed. Like I think um, K. Rule got one. And I kind of wanted that one. I don't know. They're they just they never stop and, and I don't use them for anything like I never scan them yeah. for anything they're just all for look for me I have no interest in using them in games and, and then of course it's like the hidden ones the weird ones that are like oh this one it's miscolored slightly or this one is a variant like there's a silver isn't there a silver and a gold Mario ones uh yeah I actually have I think it's back there yeah I have a gold I have a sealed gold Mario on the shelf back there that I found at Toys R Us like long time ago. And I just oh. left it. I just left it in the case because I already have a non-gold Mario. So I was like, I'll leave it in there. Yeah, I think those are. I, I think those are like some of the rarer ones. Mm. So yeah, I, I didn't. I never really planned on selling any of them. So they're just, they're just my friends. They I think hang out here. Pooch, Poochie's my favorite one. Oh, the yarn Poochie, the, the bigger one. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I really like my. Yoshi. Yeah, the yarn Yoshi ones are cool. I really like um, the shovel knight one too. Oh, yeah, I got that one, and and the and the Poochie, and the Yarn Yoshi as well. My favorite's definitely the Chibi, the Chibi Robo one. Yeah, I have that mm-hmm. one too around here. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Most of uh, I don't know if it's in. Yeah, it's it's in this room somewhere. I like it because he's life size. <laughs> that's what he would actually look like. Right, he was. Yeah, it's technically a around. jumbo amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> is is was there anything else in particular you guys want to talk about the trailer? I mean, they didn't really show us that much. There's these like cat sprites maybe in there that are like look like they're a combination yeah. of of uh, cat face and stars so i was watching a nintendo life video oh the cat you're talking about something different okay go, go ahead and then i'll talk about what i was gonna say oh no i'm just saying in the video there's a thing that you collect that looks like a looks kind of like a shine sprite but has a cat face on it it's it's like a coin yeah when he was jumping thing. back and forth and you grab one of the yeah i saw that so i mean that's probably I, what does it do well, I would think it's maybe like what you do in this world, in this open world. Oh, it's like it's a like moon. You, like, yeah, yeah, like collecting. But hopefully it has more, you know, more importance to it than the moons. Like the moons were too too easy to get. And in the end, they kind of didn't seem that important to me. But I mean, it's it looks, it, for me, it looks like a, just like a Mario Sunshine sprite, a sun sprite with, um, with a cat, with a cat face on it. So, hmm. I mean, I'm into that. I, I love the cat Mario stuff. So if they're expanding on that. I'm all for it. But That's we'll, one thing I did forget about this game is that like literally everything is where's the cat costume. That's really cute. Like even the bullet bills have little cat ears and tails. Even the birds that fly around, little decorative birds that fly around, they, mm-hmm. they have cat ears. Is that the thing? Is that this game is just all? Because I thought there was other. I mean, I saw him in the the Tanuki suit, so I thought 
it was just like, oh, they added a new suit, but now the, like, the focus is mostly on the cat suit. Yeah, the cat, yeah. the cat suit was the big new suit for Mario 3D World when it came out. But mm-hmm. now, but in this, but I don't remember all the characters being cats because yeah, there's like uh, the piranha plants have cat ears, mm-hmm. and like the the goombas have cat ears, and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't remember. I remember there's Cat Bowser. Spoilers, Cat Bowser the is like the, is the boss of the game. The How dare you, did Trey? Have cat ears, yeah. How dare you, Trey? The, the, the what have cat ears? The Goombas. But did they before in the 3D? Yeah. Well, yes. I guess John just played it, so you know. Yeah. yeah. He's, he is currently playing it. Yeah. And I was, uh, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah, I was saying sorry for anybody who didn't play 3D World, but Cat Bowser is the boss of that game. Which You, you should, just ruined it for John. John, figured, yeah. is the game what? really good? Are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm enjoying it. Um, in the trailer, I also noticed that there, because I was watching a Nintendo Life video um, explaining it, there was. A shot of Mario in the cat suit, and then alongside him are like four or five regular cats. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it with the colors of Rosalina, Peach, Toad. So the theory that they posited was that in this game, all the other characters have been turned to actual cats. Oh, okay. Oh. So maybe you're on a rescue mission, and that's right. why there's no four-player play because right. there is no. I mean, aside from what you're saying, like with the assist, the two-player assist right. with the Bowser Jr., but it looks like there's no, it's just you running around. And maybe that's why it's more 3D. And I always liked, you know, I preferred the more 3D Marios to the, and I, I love 3D World. I think it's a great game, but I always thought that the the camera angles were a little weird just because it was kind of living in this in-between world between like, you know, 2D and, and 3D. But I guess that was the big appeal of it. With it being DLC, you got to imagine that it's probably not massive. It's probably not like a huge, you know, 10 hour thing. It's probably just a new level, but maybe the thought process is that it's like a Mario 64 sized world mm-hmm. and you have to collect things in it to, uh, to, you know, start the process of getting that last fight with Bowser. And then, like, maybe they'll add like bonus objectives as like a side thing. Here's a level again, but mm-hmm. you now have to. Co- collect you know you know nine red coins or however many red coins you know sure it'd be a theory that i saw floated which i I think has has some weight to it you know remember how we never got any mario odyssey dlc besides the stupid balloon mission the luigi's balloons whatever (laughs) yeah um yeah they think that maybe this this was actually odyssey dlc but they changed course and assigned it to mario 3d world hmm Oh, okay. Then, you know, that makes sense. If they, right. Yeah, they're like, well, this will, you know, for people like me who are like, you know, I don't want to buy these Wii U releases, re-releases. So you don't forget they, about the VR content in Odyssey. Oh, true. Yeah. The game <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Earth shattering VR content. I, I don't even remember. It was so weird. Like, you don't even do anything, right? You just kind of like watch. Just run around. Yeah. And collect coins. Yeah. I actually kind of liked the VR for Breath of the Wild, but I think I was the only one that did. Yeah, you know, like the, yep. the cardboard VR because I even bought like a strap so I could stick it to my face <laughs> and play it. I just, I thought it was cool because it just made it more immersive for me. You know, I'm like, I'll put some headphones on, put this on my face. Did it get hot? Uh, not that I noticed, but I didn't. But you know, I, I didn't play it for that long. I mean, I, I played it for like a couple hours. I didn't do like an eight hour play session. Maybe it would have gotten hard, hot, but no. it's far enough away that you're not touching the screen. So you know. Oh, okay. It was just way too blurry for me. It was like it was. I just it, felt like a headache was coming on yeah. really quick. Well, another thing is your screen has to be like incredibly clean. Like it has to be like impeccable because you're gonna much like the 3ds when you turn on the 3D version of that, you're gonna see every fucking uh, 
piece of dirt on the screen because just because of the way it works. So you have to Mm -hmm. make sure that it's incredibly clean. So it's not like, yeah. So you're not like staring at some like fucking whatever smear on your screen and be like, okay. And they'll definitely take you out of it. But I don't know. It was thought it was cool for what it was. It was what I liked the most, I guess, aside from like the gun, the gun game. Like, cause there, you know, I got the, the VR labo thing where you had a big, you made a big, made a big gun and you go through like this, you know, this light gun style game. And that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But aside, but as far as like making it in a game, that one was all right. You know, I thought the oh. Zelda one was like playable if you really wanted to get into it like that. But yeah, you got to buy it. You got to clean your screen and buy one of those straps to hold it on. <laughs> I think what they want you to do is just put it on and look at it and be like, oh, that looks neat. And then take it off. I think it's like kind of mm. like, kind of like it's the, a half step. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Virtual Boy, where it's where they have those like ten minute pauses because they don't want you wear want you to wear it for that long because you'll because we get fucking sick, you know. It's 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 like that, but it's it's hard because you know we're still in the fucking quarantine. Uh, you know, jobs jobs for us are still pretty shitty, and uh, I'm kind of basically trying to limit myself to like one game a month again, like I was doing before at the beginning of the quarantine, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. not get Bravely Default too. I mean that's. That's my number one game for February. So it's hard for, it's hard for Mario 3D World to, to battle with that for me. That, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Cause yeah, 3D World's great, but I have it. And, and I'm saying the same thing that Jeremy was is like, I want to know <laughs> how long is this thing actually? How long is Bowser's Fury? Like, is it worth, is it like two hours? Is, I mean, is it five hours? Is it 20 hours? Like, what is it? What is this new thing that I'm going to get out of it? Like, what's it going to last me for? You know, aside from it's cool that there's yeah. going to be online multiplayer. You know, so that's that's I mean, kind. I, I rebought Mario Kart, and I still feel like I did the right thing because I just played the shit out of it on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of wonder if it wouldn't be a good thing to get it. But I played this a lot on the the Wii U. I didn't unlock everything, but it's. I haven't played it that recently, so it, it might be like playing a new game again. Yeah, that might be new enough to you. I mean, how much did you play of Mario Kart on Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U? Um, I thought I'd played a lot, but then I went back to it. Within the last couple of months, and looked, and I hadn't even unlocked uh, 150cc. I don't think, or whatever it was, I hadn't done as much as I had on the Switch, which I've gotten gold and everything on the Switch, except for well, 200. I haven't, but yeah, well, 200 is fucking stupid. I have gold and everything else on the, <laughs> yeah. on the Switch, so I've just like played the crap out of that. And I gotta, stuff. I gotta say though, like I, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to kind of like gauge like I'm gonna be using, I'm a, you know, I want to get one game a month or anything like that, which is. Uh, I'm more surprised you guys haven't done like uh, uh, what what me and my like kind of co-hosts do is that we'll beat a game and then we'll just mail it to each other. Yeah, we know. actually, and I mean, one of our one of our listeners actually offered to mail me a game at one point, but I was I don't know, I wasn't sure. I mean, I guess he's like because I was talking about getting Trials of Mana, and he's like, I have it, I'll send it to you. So so it was like, uh, I, I don't know, mail is kind of a is kind of messy right now, so that's that's why I did that's why I didn't really think about it. Send it to a PO box. Yeah, but we we could. I mean, we could always do that. It's just most of the time we, you know, whatever games we play so much that it's like it's mine. You can't have it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not know. us. We're like kind of like oh, beat it. Like uh, games that don't have a whole lot of replayability. Sure. I'm more because like one of the things that I my thought process is for this is that I don't know how well online will be implemented. This seems like more cooperative. I mean, are you going to be on Discord on your phone or? With your friends online, or is it just going to be a bunch of randos and you're going to be, hey, let's all go here? No, okay, they just want to <laughs> beat the level when I want to do all this. Bon- I want to see what's over here, and you know, sure. 
Yeah, I mean, as far as the online stuff goes, I f- would hope that it would be online friends, but that took forever for that to be a thing on Super Mario Maker 2, so who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would hope that that would be there first, because that would be an appeal also, is, you know, like a, like my, my wife and her brother, like, they play they play online all the time. They just beat a, they just played, just played Super Mario World together online through the Nintendo service last night. They just beat it. And it's just something that you do, and I was thinking about that. I was like, well, you know, maybe maybe we could all play it. Maybe we could play it online. Of course, I would if I did get it. I'd play it online with John and Jeremy and all that stuff. And and we yeah. just yeah we just play it. We would just play it and talk through Zoom. You know, as, as how we normally do it whenever right. whenever we play online stuff. I I rarely use the app unless I'm like playing in the other room and I don't want to, you know, get in the office and deal with all the equipment and setup for that. This is basically what I do. Not what? to take us on too much of a tangent, but I do have a question. The they let you take your screenshots off your Switch now in the whole backwards way. It sucks. They have an app. <laughs> they have an app. Right? Yeah, no, it's a uh, yep. the screenshot use, thing. Use the app. Yeah, we talked about it a couple episodes ago and it's just uh it's so dumb. Yeah, and I'm sure you've tried doing it for your show as well and it's just it's just yeah. so it's so bizarre and you can do I guess you can do groups of of just regular like screenshots but you can't do groups of videos. It's just it just seems so backwards. I don't know. Because the first thing I but thought why is do you like, have an yeah, app? yeah, why can't you do it through the app? Yeah, why can't you just put it in there? Why do you have to like scan a thing and then it's to your phone and then you have to send it to another thing and then you can put it on here and it's like ah, just put it on a what? I mean, I just I just fucking I just put it on Twitter and just and just capture it off of that and now it's on my phone. It's but so much easier. It's really so much yeah. easier to just tweet it and then just save it off your phone. Like it's way more easier for that's me what I do. to yeah. So that's that's. I mean, I, I guess do. they don't want to pay for all the. The bandwidth for storing all the videos online. That's why they do this weird thing where you turn in your switch into a Wi-Fi router or whatever it is and send it to your phone. But like, man, okay, charge me twenty five dollars instead of twenty. Like, really, just do it. Like, I'd rather have the service than the you know cheap price. You know, twenty dollars a month, or whatever. Yeah, they could include that with their like cloud saves and stuff. Like, have a have a right. cloud video save as well. Well, if there, is there anything else you guys want to say about uh, about Mario 3D World? I feel like we talked about it longer than I thought we would, but no, I'm good. I'm looking forward to more. I don't think they're going to say any more before it releases. I think they're just going to. I mean, they might have another trailer, but I think this is like this is this is that. You know, since there seems to be no sign of any directs coming in the future, so it's all just there's always rumors. It's all just piecemeal <laughs> trailers. Yeah, always be rumors. Talk, I, I want to talk about uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which that was a thing that happened while we were recording last week, so we haven't really get to talk about it that much. But there was there was a direct of sorts, like they showed some trailers, they talked about some of the stuff. There's a demo out now. I think it's funny because uh, I don't know if you experienced this, Alex, but 
the demo pretty much broke the eShop. Like people were so excited about Monster Hunter yeah. Rise yeah. that the uh, the eShop was broken for like two days because of that. And I and I had to I had a hard time downloading it because I kept hitting download and then it wouldn't download. So I had to like exit and then go back and try it again. It still wasn't downloading. And I did it like ten times and then finally it went through. Like it was a whole process that was really annoying. I just waited till the next day because I, I just gave up on it. Yeah. I, I I saw your tweet about it, so I tried to do it too at that time, just because I was like, "Oh, he's having problems. I wonder if I'm having problems." And I had the problem, so I I just I downloaded. I hit the download button; it wouldn't download. I hit the download button; it wouldn't download. And I said, yeah. "Okay, I'll try it again later." And when I came back, it had downloaded. Oh, weird. Yeah. So it just it, it, it um I think one of the things I saw was that they said, "Yeah, if you hit download, it'll download. Just might take, you know, a couple hours. Might take a day, maybe before it'll show up." <laughs> Yeah, that, that's so the, it did break it. Yeah, that, that's the same thing I was hearing about. There was this uh, Warrior sixty four thing. I don't know if you caught this, where where uh, it, it was some sort of glitch in the system with Walmart, where they were selling seventy dollar e shops for for fifty dollars or seventy dollar e shop yeah. cards for fifty dollars. And I tried to buy one probably about twenty times, and that's what I kept hearing from people. It was like, no, you'll get it later. You'll get it in like hours. And I'm like, no, I get I get an automatic email that says. It basically tells me that I'm fraudulent. It's like, oh, well, sorry, your card is fraudulent. And, I, and then I look at my account and I'm like, you charged me for it. And then you put it back. Like, it's, I didn't fuck up. Like, you have my, you have my card number. You know, it was. Did you end up getting it? No, I didn't get it. Did you get it? I said I was going to. And then I, and then by the time I came back to it, it was already gone. I try, I really tried hard for it because I was like, well, shit, that's four, that's 20 free dollars. So I'm like I'll, I'm like I'm into that. I'm getting into getting twenty three dollars for for the eShop, and I tried really hard to get it, and it was annoying because people kept saying that they got it, and I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> You're all lying. I was like, I tried so hard to get it, and I could not get it. Then I figured I figured it was just a pricing issue, and then finally I checked later at night, and it was changed. It was changed back to seventy dollars for a seventy eShop card. So I don't think it was ever yeah. really a sale. I think it was just a glitch. And I think if you did it, you had to have done it at the very very beginning of whenever they put it up. Because I think I did yeah. it a couple hours after Wario sixty four posted it, and it was, yeah. But it was it, it was a good it was a cool dream while it, while it was there, and, now, and then it fizzled out to nothingness. <laughs> and here well, we so are. So now we have Mo- Monster Hunter Rise, right? Yeah, but but Monster Hunter Rise, okay. So so you you've played Monster Hunter, right? You you said you've been a fan for a while. You've you've played all the other ones. I have played every single one that has come to America. Okay, yeah. So you're this is what I want. I want a Monster Hunter fan because I. I so I, I bought Monster Hunter Try for Wii. I bought it for Wii U. I think I bought four mm-hmm. for 3DS, and I couldn't really get into any of them. So, but I'm I'm determined. Okay. I'm determined to try to get into Rise. That's my plan. Is that I'm planning on getting it, and I want to try harder than I normally do to try to get into it. What do I need to do? Do I need to do I need to be online the whole time? Like, what's what what is it that makes you like the series in particular? Okay, so it's. It's it's a simulator. That's the thing that you have to kind of wrap your head around is that it is, in fact, a simulator. It is the, I need to sit down. I need to use my stone. I need to sharpen my weapon. Yeah. Okay. Now I need to make sure every hunt, you gotta, I have to have potions. I got to have null berries. I got to make sure I have all this stuff. Okay. Do I have the right gear? Okay. And then you have to go out and you have to, like, each, each monster, that when you play those games, they actually give you... Uh, a person that you talk to that will give you facts and research on each monster. It'll say like, if you hit here, that is a weak spot. If you like, you know, if you 
you know, chop off their tail, you get bonus materials. If you hit them here, you can daze them. Don't hit them here. It'll bounce right off. Uh-huh. And it just becomes more of a, a very involved system. The They have become more and more advanced as the series, like more and more detailed and more con- like dense. Uh, but they've also tried to, like with Monster Hunter World, they have kind of, they, they smoothed off some of the edges. So Monster Hunter World was a really good entry point. And I think with this one, I think, I think it'll show up that it'll be a little bit more of an easier entry point as well. Some of the things like uh, they're the maps, the way the maps are laid out is you'll see a big open map, but there'll be section numbers, Mm -hmm. section one, section two, all the way to section like 15 or 17 or whatever that is. Back in the day, those all had loading points. Oh yeah. No, I experienced that on the 3ds and the Wii one and it fucking, it was. It, I think that was a big detriment to the game because it annoyed the piss out of me, especially when you're chasing. You know, when the monsters get hurt and they run into their nests and all that, yep. and you have to chase them. They was just got really irritating to just have to load for each of the. And it kind of really took me out of it. And I do like that this one, from what I played in the demo, is there are no load times for the map, and that's way cooler. So you can yep. track then- them easier. One of the other things that they used to do was that you used to have to throw a, like what they called a paintball at the monster, so that I way that if yeah. <laughs> if it ran away, you could track it. Yeah, they have gotten rid of that system now. Yeah, I remember I remember doing that on the Wii one, and it seemed really bizarre, but I did it anyway. I mean, I did some. I think it was like an introductory mission where they tell you how to do stuff, and I was like, okay, I remember doing that. Yeah, and then and now they have gotten rid of that. Now in this version. Your animal, and they actually put like an arrow above your head that your your mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, I noticed partner. that as well. Yeah, pointing yeah. you to where to go. And and in Monster Hunter World, you have fireflies that will show you, like, will make a trail to the monster for you. Oh, okay. So they got they got rid of the paintballs. They have made it so that you don't have to do, like you know do some a little bit more of that like more convoluted stuff like the loading times and everything like that. So things are a little bit smoother, but the amount of depth in that game is still very like you have a, you, you pick, they give you at the start of every game, they give you here's 15, 12, 10 weapons, whatever. And they say, here you go, pick one. And yeah. they don't tell you how to use them. They just go say, go ahead. And it isn't until you start YouTubing videos that they, so this, uh, they have something called a charge blade. It's a sword and shield that turns into a big ax. Mm-hmm. If you uh, hit an enemy enough times, there's a little sword icon that will change from red to green. Once you do that, you hit a button combination that's like right trigger and, you know, Y, and your guy will charge up the shield. Then when you do your axe attack, it'll do double damage. But also, if you do two attacks and then you cancel uh, cancel it out, so you're going to like, oh, I'm, I'm going to attack with my giant axe, but at the last second I switch to sword and shield that does a secondary charge and it's mm. a, it's it's very convoluted that gives you all this bonus depth to the game but they don't tell you any of it and that's yeah. every weapon yeah that, that's kind of what i got from what i played it from it as well where it's yeah they just so you send you stuff and they're like just use whatever and i and i'm like okay well what i was thinking is maybe you want to just find the weapon that feels right to you like a lot of times i use like Something's faster, like the two small swords. Like that was one that I kind of liked using. Or on the demo, I was using the was it's like the pole gun where you like stab and you can shoot people too. Like that's yep. kind of cool, I guess, just because I've never really seen anything like that. I was doing stuff like that, and I, and I really like the dog. Like as far as the new thing goes, I really like riding the dog around. That's fun. 
Yeah, the dog is the dog is a lot of fun. It's a very good mechanic, uh, just because the I think that with the switch being a little bit more low power, it's trying to do what Monster Hunter World did, but finding ways to kind of like just kind of lower the power. And one of the things like you're still kind of slow, and to have the open world, they give you the dog to kind of speed past it to kind of move through it, mm. as opposed to I think they used to have like fast travel points and stuff like that. So. They, they did a good job there. Uh, the other thing that I really enjoyed that became more prevalent with like, you know, Monster Hunter World is that those monsters will fight each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I thought that was really cool, too. I saw they showed it in the trailer. And also, not to forget, uh, wyvern riding, where you can ride all different types of wyverns now. You're, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. Can you, can you do that in World or no? I, I never got to play World. It's uh, no, that's a more that it's more fast travel. Oh, okay. That's 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 the fast travel is you you grab a wyvern and you go. But yeah. the I, I just I didn't see I, I I didn't pay attention to the trailer that much. But I remember that I was in the demo. I was in the middle of fighting one monster and another one just started attacking it, the other mm-hmm. monster. So it's just like oh okay, they just I'm I'm attacking one. He starts to run away and he runs into the territory of another one. Another one just starts ramming him into a wall. Hmm. And with this, they added also a grapple hook. Which, yeah, the, the Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a, yeah, which didn't... That came in Iceborne, the Monster Hunter World DLC. That wasn't oh, okay. even in Monster Hunter World. Yeah. And that lets you rodeo on top of the monster. And now with that, you can like steer them into a wall and they can smack their heads into a wall and... And, you know, it, the game has just become really a dynamic thing that you can do. You can do a lot of different techniques. You can ride, rodeo ride them. If you know the map well enough, you can look up into a tree and shoot. Like you have a little catapult on your, or like a little sh- slingshot on your arm. You can shoot like a rock from a cliff and it'll fall on the monster's head. Oh, that, nice. <laughs> so that that's just kind of the things that the, the game is bringing is that unless you know, it's just, I'm going to walk up to a monster, hit it with a sword. But if you play with people you who've been playing the game forever you'll start to see them swinging from wyverns rodeoing on someone is playing a bagpipe for some reason which that's <laughs> one of the weapons and it gives you uh boosts yeah i i, I didn't play it yet because I, I was like oh that's probably too complicated for me that the bagpipe thing and i feel like you need a group for that right like you can't just like bagpipe somebody to death you can't just come up to them and just play until they fall over i don't know <laughs> i mean you can but it's it's yeah it's not it's not easy mode that's that's the hard mode yeah okay so i mean do you do you still play it like on a regular basis like monster hunter world and all that stuff uh i have well whenever i i i have a uh friends on a discord a chicago discord that they're just always like playing something and whenever someone puts out a call for monster hunter i usually hop on uh i beat it both on ps4 and uh pc so are, i do are, i it's a it's a very good one are those guys going to do rise too? Your 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 team, your Monster Hunter team. I'll ask them. I'll yeah. I'll throw in a message see if they're going to be on rise. I was going to say uh, I I I I was always told that the, one of the main reasons that I didn't like Monster Hunter was that I didn't play it multiplayer and I was told that I was missing the point of it. See see that's a the, the, the also the problem with Monster Hunter with it being so convoluted is also the fact that that includes the systems. So for Online, you go into your hub world, but you don't see other people. And you're on a server, and it says other people are playing, but you don't see them. Mm. The what you do is when you post any kind of hunts, which are your missions, your quests, or whatever, that everybody can see them on the server and can join you. So if you have friends, you join them on the like. You'll say, "I'm I'm playing right now. I can find your server, join you." And then I'll say, and then we'll just like be on Discord or something and say, post your hunt. Once you post your hunt, I will join it. 
Mm, okay. And like a lot of fun is just joining random hunts. You can like search for hunts or uh, they give you a mechanic called a flare. You start your mission, shoot up a flare and then just wait. And you'll see like four people half the time. It's like uh, usually they're like in Japanese. You'll see like a lot of, cause it is global a lot of time. And mm-hmm. those people will just be like, Oh, super high level gear. And they'll just come and decimate your hunt. And I'm like, Oh, that was fun. I guess like, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Oh yeah. And it's huge. I mean, it's huge in Japan. Like this is, that's why I figured something like this was going to happen because you know, monster hunter, before it was really big around being portable. Like it was really, really big on 3DS, you know, with like Monster Hunter 4 and, Ult- and Ultimate and Generations and all that stuff. And a PlayStation, it was on PSP as well, right? At, at one point. And yes, and uh, I f- I, there was a port of one. Yeah. And, I, and I felt like it was going to get, you know, it had to get there because of the popularity. So I was like, I figured there had to be some sort of in between, in between world and generations that they were working on for Nintendo because for a while there, Monster Hunter was like, strictly nintendo like especially like the 3ds ones were all the new ones and then world came out and it was all ps4 but i figured that was bound to happen because of the popularity of the switch but it's just a it's know. just an interesting series just in general because there isn't a whole lot of gameplay other than this is you i'm doing a hunt mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you do with your friends you're just sitting around talking hey you guys want to go hunt okay let's go hunt okay what monster yeah. fight? okay let's get all gear and of course they, they always have you eat food and whenever they have you eat food, it's a whole production of uh, giant cats cooking you big, glorious meals. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then you're that's it for getting stat buffs. And then you're just like, okay, we're going to go hunt this thing and wander around and get into shenanigans. And then, oh, that guy's riding the animal now. I got to go chase after him. And <laughs> so it actually gets kind of wild when you're playing with a bunch of people just because you like, oh, that person got knocked across the room. And, oh, that guy's trying to distract another monster that's trying to get into our fight that guy's riding a monster i better go and help him or something you know yeah i i, uh, I guess i guess i could just um so you're saying the big appeal of it is multiplayer right it's not like uh you know and it's not like getting well it's also like getting um armor right from specific monsters like that's another part of it but most of it is the it's the multiplayer aspect of having for me it's you. more about it's more about just seeing the dynamic world, the way uh-huh. it works, and the intricacies of every system. Knowing that there's just a lot of depth there, that it's it's either it's either worth it or not. You know, you can like say like this is annoying how how I have to go through all these stats and go through all these items and car. Like every time you kill a monster, you have to sit there and carve pieces off of yeah. them with a knife, <laughs> and it's like, why do I have to do this? But in the end, you make big. Like it's it's never it's very anime in the way that you never get like, oh, this is like. Like in JRPGs, you get like, oh, I have like a one, like a cool shoulder pad or I got a cool hat. But no, this is I have half the monster's skull on my forehead. And yeah. this is the beginner <laughs> gear. Yeah. And his teeth are around like a belt on my chest. And like it, it, it doesn't ever work either because it's like these giant spike shoulders are clipping through my giant sword. That's yeah. <laughs> the size of my body. But you know what? It looks cool. And and that's always and that's like, again, starter gear. Mm-hmm. Every piece of gear is like. Oh, this sword has a jet engine on it for some reason. When I swing it, the jet engine starts working. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. From what I heard, a lot of it is uh, it, it's also like showing off, right? It's like you're peacocking or whatever with your with your bit with your armor that you got some from some fucking uh, monster that's harder to kill or whatever, right? There's like there's like um, rare armor sets and stuff depending on who you know whoever you've killed or whoever you hunted and what you found of it, right? Yeah, it, it's it's rare armor. It's uh, looking like uh, looking like you like I don't know. You look like a, you look like a, a last boss, you know, in a game. You just look like you're like, oh, okay, this is somebody that I shouldn't mess with. But again, it doesn't matter what your gear 
is everybody's gear looks that way and that's where it's kind of cool about it is it is doesn't matter everyone just looks very intricate and interesting and it's 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 just a lot of fun to kind of be around and to be in that world of just like okay we're gonna carve up this body and oh his sword is my like his jaw is now my sword and Mm. yeah yeah right so it's just it but you know the there's a there's also kind of a running joke that there's never a reason to there's never a reason to like oh we gotta go like the story is gotta go hunt that monster why because it's there (laughs) <laughs> oh okay I guess I, he says i gotta go hunt that monster i better go do that and it's like why it's like oh okay are we are we jerks probably yeah, yeah. It, it does it does feel a little vulgar like w- when i was playing the demo it's just like and it does like the big like blood explosions like when you're hitting them and i'm like i did feel a little bad i'm like this guy was just walking around like he didn't try to kill me or anything and i'm just beating the shit out of him right now and it's like a little tiny guy that's like <laughs> it's like a you know a quarter of my size like on the ground and yeah that uh if you guys ever uh, watch a zero punctuation, uh, the Yahtzee, the, the he's he does a lot of re- uh, very funny reviews, and that was one of the things. He's like, "Go hunt that monster." Why? He goes, "I don't know," because it's there. He goes, "Okay, wait, are we the bastards?" <laughs> yeah, are we the bastards. I think we are. Okay. Well, I remember there being like a small story, like with Monster Hunter Try, where they're like, "Oh no, the monsters are killing villagers." It's like, okay, and then that's like what they said. Like you know, they're, they're villagers are dying here and there whenever they leave town. So that's why we need to kill them. Like, all right. But it was very brief. That makes sense. It was like a very quick, like FMV at the beginning. That's like, yeah, no, they're, they're killing people. That's why. That's why you got to go get them. Yeah. I think now, I think the Latin monster hunter world, it was like, we're, ex- we're, uh, we're going to expand to the new world. And it's like, okay, but we can't expand the new world because there's dangerous monsters here. So go kill them. And then yeah. we can research them. Like okay, I mean, do you need to kill them to research them? <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Uh, I mean, you're playing, you're playing Rise, right? You're planning on getting it for Switch. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe we could play a game at some point whenever it gets out because I'm determined to get it regardless. Um, so. And I just sent you an image, and uh, the Zoom chat of a, a very obnoxious giant monster hunter well, armor piece. It just, yeah, the whole thing is garish, and I think that oh, sure. it's a lot. It's a lot of just fun to be in that world and explore and fig- and like learn all the details and the intricateness, the intricacies of it. But mm-hmm. in the end, it's a simulation because of how detailed you have to be in it. Yeah, and for me, it's just trying to figure out. You know, it's like what is what is the reason? There, there always has to be a pull for to bring you back to whatever game. You know, it's like why do you want to play this game? You know, and a lot and a lot of times for like RPG games or RPG light games is. Because I want to, you know, I want to level up, or I want to see the story, or I like the world, you know, like, like, like Xenoblade was just a lot of it was just the big open, pretty world. I like looking at the world, and it was really nice to just zone out and just go around and fight people. Then, or, or like, you know, or the whole like, you know, leveling up, like fighting guys to level up. But you don't really level up in Monster Hunter. You just no, could, it's just yeah. um, your stat, your attack gets better by having a better gear. Yeah, and even all- even then, by the end. End game isn't based on that. It's based on each weapon has like a bunch of abilities on it. Like um, this one makes you do more crit and this one makes you your buffs do better, but they don't matter unless you're trying. Like if you're the horn guy, the, the, the guy who's playing the bagpipes and you do buffs by playing songs, then you want the armor that gives you longer buffs. You know, it, it, it so it just actually becomes min maxing on what you're doing with each character. And even in, in Monster Hunter World, I think you could get to level, like they had levels, but the levels were just what gear you got. And by the end, people were like, oh, I'm 999 levels. And I'm like, man, you just, 
<laughs> killed so many things all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, what is it that you're looking most forward to in the in the Switch and Monster Hunter Rise? I, I'm looking forward to the portability. Also, they, they introduce good number of monsters plus bring in classics. There are classics to the Monster Hunter world that you see. You'll see, like, the, there's always the same first monster, uh, which is, like, the ja- the Jagras a lot of times. So you'll probably see that. But uh, seeing some of the old classics again, because they never they always pick and pull. So it'll be like, oh, this monster was from Monster Hunter 2. And it's like, what? Really? Oh, that's crazy. So they'll they'll always pull from some of that and then introduce new things. So I, I think that I want to say the number of monsters in Monster, Monster Hunter, just in general, that series is actually relatively finite. I mm. think it's maybe like a hundred. Yeah. Cause they, well, they, I know they're bringing in, there's like, they showed it in the demo or in the direct, but there's like at least like three new ones in this one that weren't in other ones from what I gathered. Yeah. And so, they do a good job. Yeah. Uh, like they do a good job just in general of like trying to like, to, to reinvent things, you know, you've never, you know, you haven't seen anything until you've seen an alligator with uh, elk antlers charge you through the snow or a snow shark, you know, that's swimming yeah. only in, in six feet of snow. It's like, oh, wow, that's like, I've never thought of a snow shark or, you know, they, they just, you come up, they just come up with really good ideas that keep the game fresh, you know, seeing a dragon that's got a stone forehead horns and is a badass. Yeah, and there's like a weird like eel dragon or something in this one, or it's not an eel. It's just it's like a, it's like that cind- cylinder face, you know, like with the, it's weird. It's like a worm with teeth. It's hard, yeah. hard to explain. It's, it's like a, it's like a wyvern, but it's a, but it looks like a worm also. It's like a I worm. The last, the last monster they introduced into Mo- in Monster Hunter World was an electric monkey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. they, they, they've gone some places and they've come up with some really unique designs. So I think that that's what I'm excited about is trying to explore mm. the world and see what they have you know in again these new environments seeing what crazy weapons i can see how big of a giant sword i can have and what kind of big shoulder pads that will clip through my awkward helmet <laughs> yeah they don't even bother they don't even bother to say like oh we made it look no this is gonna clip through and that's what you got good what good uh i mean what's some good advice to like somebody who's never played monster hunter before like what's a good beginner weapon to use and also what do you use for uh i i kind of switch it up every every game just so i can learn something new and then again whenever i like i I played try or played three on Mm -hmm. uh 3ds and i believe i was double daggers four i was longsword five i was bow and arrow or monster hunter world i was bow and arrow and charge blade i'm thinking i'm gonna do great sword i want a big Mm -hmm. buster sword yeah, I was playing around with it yesterday with the with the Wyvern Rider uh, tutorial that's on there. It, you guys have been kind of silent over there. Um, I know uh, I don't think John and Jeremy are that interested in Monster Hunter, but you guys I did mean, get I played, played, I played for, the demo. Uh, so you guys got to mess around with the demo, though, right? I did. I played it for about twenty minutes or so, maybe thirty minutes. Um, and I, I'll say I liked it better than the last one that I tried, which was whatever the one was on 3ds. I think that was World. Mm. Um, it's it, seems a little bit more focused on um, actually the game and not so much the menus, which was what I hated about the other one. Yeah. Uh, it's it was, very pretty to look at too. I think it was generations that you played on three. Yes. Cause world is world Maybe was so. only on PS4. And another, I, think, okay. I, I think I'm intimidated by how deep it seems to be. And it's just like, kind of scares me away. Like I'll start to play a little bit, but of course I'm just mashing buttons and yeah, that's not the right thing to do. 
I think that like that's kind of where like oh you should try the double daggers or you know that's like mm-hmm. that's a very kind of simpler style to play that kind of gets you moving forward into like a, a unique gameplay perspective because yeah I get it like yeah smashing the buttons uh, it definitely because again it has like a very unique and but specific attack pattern you know when you make a when you take a swing you're you're dedicating yourself to that full animation mm-hmm. which could easily uh backfire yeah that, that, that's right. a lot of it and it's also like a, i mean like you were saying it's it's about preparing yourself for the for the battle also like you have to you have to know like what to what to carry with you into each hunt and like a lot of its preparation and that type of thing as well from from, from what i've heard so yeah, and it, I, I mean, I, I do recommend like starter weapons would be like the double daggers, mm-hmm. which does make it a little bit more faster, quick gameplay. You know, more of a hack and slash. And another thing is, it's, it has such a high asking price. Like, it's hard for you to just buy a sixty dollars game where you don't know anything about it, and, and it seems like, like Jeremy was saying, it, it seems like real, uh, real overwhelming. Like just looking at it, being like, uh, right. you know, it's, intimi- like, it's intimidating beginner, right out of the box. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to look at each weapon and figure out which one's the best one i kind of want to just like have a mode where i hit a button and i go in you know yeah so select all the random armor for me with the weapons and all that stuff just jump in yeah 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 Yeah, at least that's what you get with the demo though like at least that's the demo kind of gives you that Mm -hmm. where it's like oh just select a hunt and you're off I thought it was kind of weird. Well, there's two things about the demo that's weird. It number one, it, it ends like at the end of February, so you'll have like all of March to wait for Monster Hunter because it starts at the because it doesn't come out until the end, so you won't be able to play the demo at all. Like it's only going to be offered for a certain amount of time, and also you only get thirty. You can only play it thirty times, and then it's done. Like I thought that was weird too. I, thought, I was like, when they just want you to play it as much as you want, so yeah, so you want more when it comes out. I don't know. Also, did you have you tried any online on the demo on the on the Switch one? Did you try any of that? Uh, I, that I do recommend. I did get into uh, one hunt, and it doesn't do the open world hub world. It just automatically throws you into where oh, someone's already in the middle of a mission, so you can just hop in and assist them. Just pick a weapon and go. And that was actually that was pretty fun for me. Yeah, that's something I wanted to do. I just I just didn't get around to it because I was kind of. I was kind of doing other things while I was playing it, so I wasn't able to just like dedicate to like the online time, you know. So I hadn't done that yet, but yeah, no, it's uh, like I said, I'm determined. Unless, unless like something crazy comes out in March, that you know, if it ends, if like Shin Megami Tensei three or five end up coming out in March, then I might have yeah. to wait on Monster Hunter. But we'll see. I mean, maybe March will be working again. You know, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. everything is weird. I mean, I was able to still do some stuff last year, so who knows. Um, I want to say too, I liked the opening. The opening had that sort of moment where it took me back a little bit. You know, when you play a game called Monster Hunter, you expect maybe something a little bit more intense. But it was just a woman singing in Chinese peacefully. Oh, the, the twins, yeah, yeah. And they talked, and they talked about them a little bit. Like they're going to be, yeah, I don't know. They have different things that they're different, like uh, talents that they're trying to get into in the in the town and stuff like that it's also a lot of it's about like meeting the people in the town too right somewhat or like doing missions for them yeah in the game so yeah and the, the other part is that what you know again the, the hunts get so chaotic but when you go to the town the music is beautifully orchestrated and it's calming it's relaxing it's welcoming and the care there's not there's not a whole lot of like the, the story is always relatively positive despite what you're doing and the chaos you're doing, it's always like, well, we're trying our best and, you know, I'm having a tough time and, and we'll, we'll figure it out. And, you know, <laughs> I, I believe in you. I believe in you. 
We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out together. So sure. it, it, it's, yeah, it's just very welcoming that way. A lot of anime tropes in there where it's like a, about friendship and believing in each other and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it looks really good. I mean, as far as like Monster Hunters that I've played, I think it looks real nice. And I really like, I really like the animal companions and yeah, riding the dog is great. Makes it seem, cause it's, you can move much, much faster than, than you could. So, and you don't have to worry about, uh, your stamina meter and all that stuff like you would in the, in the earlier ones. They, they definitely tried to make it a little bit more friendly. Is there anything, is there anything else you want to say about Monster Hunter before you go? Uh, no, I think it's I think it's worth a try, but you know the systems and the menus can scare a lot of people off. I can't defend that. I will say that there's a lot of menus and systems, so I completely understand. But uh, Trey, if you do play, let me know, and I will jump in. I'll help you out. I will answer any questions that nice. I can. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely I. It's very intriguing to me. I like the Spider-Man stuff. I think it looks a lot of fun. It looks really cool. And I hear people, you know, I hear people just like talk about it like crazy in a lot of podcasts that I listen to. And I wanted to try to reach that, uh, that monster hunter Mecca that they keep talking about. So I'll definitely let you know if I end up getting it, but, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on here and talking to us about it. I, it was, it was perfect. I just needed somebody who was a monster hunter fan to explain it to us. And I think you did, you did great. So thank you mm-hmm. for coming by. Um, quick, before you go, let every let all the listeners know where they can find you on the internet and all that stuff. Uh, I am the host of Super GG Radio. I have been out for the last couple of weeks, but I will be back in, I believe, two weeks. Uh, we are a podcast that beta tests a lot of video games. We find a lot of demos and uh, games that are still in very much in development, and we play a lot of those and talk about those. Beta tests are always something that you look at and you get you, you want you want to get a picture of what the game's going to be, and then you can watch it develop. So we play a lot of games that are still kind of janky still in being created and just offer feedback also say hey maybe you should look out for this game this game is going to be good so that's uh super gg radio Uh, and also we talk about uh the news uh the back the our growing back catalogs what we're playing little quiz shows here and there yeah i want to i want to do that jeopardy thing someday if you would whenever you whenever you bring it back i love i love to be on it you want to be on super gg jeopardy okay the problem is getting guests so, oh well, hey, you know, I am I am all about guesting. I I love to guess. So if you need me for anything, let me know. I'm I'm available. Okay, that's somebody I got marked down. That's one less thing I have to do. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, no problem. And uh, Super GG Radio uh, on podcast services and on Twitter. Cool. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll put a link on there on on the uh, description so people can find it. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of the stuff and all that. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. 
Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! I'm ready to play now. Put me in the game now. I came here to prove it. I'm ready to do it. I can't be afraid now. Put me on the stage now. I'm ready to rage now. I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time. Like the last time, you better get ready to race to the top. I'm ready to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field. It's time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. We've been in quarantine for 300 days. Because she has played Animal Crossing for 300 days. Oh my god. Just let her know on the game. So that's how we know. Since, uh, yeah, since that week. So, I mean, I knew it was pretty close to a year, so it makes sense. It was 65 days, and we're in January, and it'll be March, yeah. All right, so we're back. We're back from the break. Um, we have some more stuff to talk about, some other stuff that we've been playing. I've mostly been playing the uh, the, the topic of the week, but and I figure we'll just talk about that all together when we get to that. Um, I actually, you know, I've uh, I think I mentioned it briefly last week, but... I'm still playing Ring Fit. I actually did it twice last week. And since we're not really working anymore, we're trying to do it two times a week now instead of just one time a week. And yes. I also... You guys play it together? Uh, no, it just does a yoga does a yoga video in the other room. But we do work out next to each other, sort of, in, in, the, two, in the two front areas. She has a yoga video that she does. But um, I started... Uh, so basically what I've been doing is I've been doing the preset stuff that is on there. I've been doing the the ab workout, the the ab workout, the arm workout, the chest workout, and the waist workout, and that all equates to about twenty minutes or maybe like twenty five minutes. And I started. I decided that I wanted because if you make your own workouts, you get like a you get like stretching warm ups and stretching cool down and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I basically took pictures of all of what all those workouts were. You know, I snapped pictures of them through the three through the switch, and then I created the workouts on the game, and I actually added an extra extra exercise to all of them. So that's what I'm going to try for the next workout day. But I got my sets set. That's what I wanted to say on the show. I got my sets set up. Wait, what did you take a picture of them for? Because I wanted to know, because I like the sets that they have, but I, but if you make your own personal workouts, you get a, you get stretch and cool down stuff in there that isn't in there. If you just play the regular sets, 
so that so it has like an open has that opening stretch thing that you play when you play the regular game and it also has cooldown stretches which i think would be better for me to do instead of just jumping right into it and also i wanted to do it because sometimes i forget which sets i was doing aside from the abs one because i hate that one (laughs) but uh (laughs) i don't know i think the abs one is probably for me I mean, I, I don't know. I, unless you guys got like toned abs, I think their ab workout is pretty fucking stupid. Like, it'll if you wanna, if you wanna hurt, just do that one. Just do, just do the set ab workout, which is like five different abs exercises one after another. But it's all like, you know, on your back, feet in the air. Is that the one so where it, at the end you got to do the thing where you're like, <clears throat> like you're going up the river in the? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. No, not the one that I've been doing. Like the one that I'm doing, it's basically a lot of it's a. Uh, on your back, like legs in the air, so you feel it in the back of your legs, and you feel oh, it boy. in your in your abs. So a lot of it is like leg suspension for the whole mm. thing. So that's why it really kicks your ass, and it, it it's to the point where I just like I'm getting better at it. Like it was really really hard at the beginning. I feel like I'm getting better at it just because I've done it more often. But yeah, last time, just at the end, I just I just like. I'm just like, and I just pass out. I try to do that at the beginning. I do that at the beginning of the workout because I know that's the worst part. I just get that out of of the way, and then I'll do all the other stuff that's easier, like the arm stuff, which you still feel it. Like your arms still still feel sore and stuff, but it's not like it's not like I'm dreading it. Like the like the ab workout. Like I hate I hate the ab workout, but I know it works because I hate it. You know, I know it works because I can fucking feel it big time. But that's what that's what I've been doing with that. Yeah, and it's weird because some of the some of the exercises just don't register right. Like when I do like the legs in the air and you gotta like bring your legs together like this, like while you're in your back. Um, it, it's always backwards every time. I try to get it like whenever I'm, I'm moving in, it's moving out on the screen on the TV. And it's always backwards, and so it doesn't give me. It's, it's so it doesn't give me good points, and some of them just don't work. Like there's this other thing that I try to do that's a yoga thing where I bend down and like move the ring like above my head, like from the back, you know. And it just can't read that. Like it always thinks that I'm doing it wrong, and it will give me one point per whatever. But it doesn't matter because the points don't count. But I like ring fit. It's just really annoying when the when the exercises don't work, especially when they're exercises that really hurt to do, and you're really trying to get it to fucking register. And you're also, and it also like really hurts. So it's like, uh, you know, it's, yeah, that's my, that's what I wanted to say that I, from trying to do ring fit on a more regular basis, that's my big gripe is just when you're, when it's like an exercise that, you know, works and it really sucks, but the game doesn't read it right. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like, what the fuck am I doing here? It's like, you're trying to do planks and it won't read planks. And it's like, this is like the worst exercise to do ever. So read every fucking one that I'm doing, but we're trying to stay at it, you know, since we're not really working now. We're doing two two times a week, so it's Monday and when Monday and Friday is the plan. So that's my Ring Fit update of the week. I played both of the events. I played the Mario Thirty Five event. I played the Tetris Ninety Nine event. Got that uh, got that Kirby whatever Kirby Fighters Two theme. So did you play it, Jeremy? No, I missed it. Oh, okay, I was listening to Janet's podcast actually, and she was like. Uh, talking about how she didn't didn't play Tetris 99 anymore and I was like thinking I was like what you don't you don't come back for the themes like that's the whole that's the whole thing for me is uh the themes that's why they keep bringing me back I don't want to miss one of those themes and it's so easy to do like I play it for like an hour and then I have the theme and then I don't play it again until there's another event but it, it's cool you know the music was cool it's, I thought it was an interesting theme I actually got pretty good I got to seventh place during the Maximus Cup that's like the highest I've ever got it didn't seem as hard as it normally does so so I was pretty proud of that. I did an L spin. I've never done one of those. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. L-spin. I did an L spin. 
It's not that complicated. I remember somebody uh, when when Kevin had that Tetris ninety nine party at the arcade place. One of the guys that came there that was big big uh, Tetris guy. He's like he's like oh yeah, there's L spins, and it's just the same as T spins. It just doesn't count. It just doesn't give you points. But you can do L spins totally. Like just where you know where it's like it's hard to you know where there's a spot that makes it that looks like the L would only fit like horizontal, and you're coming into a vertical, and then you like flip it at the last minute, and then it goes into a spot that it didn't look, it look like it could go into, that's what L-spins are. Like the same as T-spins. So, But you can totally do them on Tetris 99, because I did one. So, I felt like I was some advanced shit. You know, I, I can't do can't do T-spins to save my life, but L-spins, I did a couple of those. So, so what else? Um, I'm still playing Phoenix Rising. There's not that much to say about that. Uh, aside from I got to, what is that? I, I, I got through the Ares stuff. And now I'm on whatever's whatever gods after that. I don't remember what it is. I got Double Dragon Neon just because uh, I wanted to play it. It released. And I was having some really weird deja vu because I'm pretty sure I played this game already. And I think I played it on I think I played it on uh, 360. I think I played it on Conan's 360. Because I was feeling like I was like, I've played this game. Like I remember all of this. So But it's you know, it's interesting. It's it's fun because it's a... Uh, it basically starts out like the reg- like any other Double Dragon game would be, but then like the game changes as you go. I watched like a review of it. It's basically you know it starts off with your girlfriend getting punched in the stomach, yeah. and they take her away, and then you go through like what's like a very abbreviated version of those of that whole first Double Dragon game, and then you get to the bad guy, and then he like takes off to space, and then everything like goes to hell after that. And it gets really fucking weird, and they go all over the place, and that's what I wanted to get to. I got to the bad guy, and he killed me. So I didn't get, I couldn't get any farther, and it's kind of a, it's kind of hard. Like it's kind of a difficult game, and you can uh, you can pick up various uh, upgrades as you go through, and you get these different super moves. And I I got all the way to the final boss of the second level, and I died, and then I had to start all over again at the beginning of the second level, and I was like, I don't want to do that. So I just uh, played it played it for a bit, but that's uh, that's mostly what I've been doing aside aside from the I'm definitely looking at that one. I put it on my wish list and. I just can't do it at the moment, but well, it's. Yeah. I, I figured I figured you wouldn't do it because it's so close to it's so close to Scott Pilgrim coming out this week. There's that, yeah. I didn't realize it was like a week. They were like a week apart from each other, and obviously you would go for the Scott Pilgrim one. If I knew Scott Pilgrim was so was so close, I might have just skipped it and waited for Pilgrim as well. But but I did not know until now. But uh, yeah, what have you been playing? I know Jeremy got a little something, a little something something that you showed yeah. earlier. In the video chat, what have you been doing? Yeah, I feel like I've done most of what you you've said you've done this week. As far as uh, played the Monster Hunter demo, didn't really get it, but uh, it looks great, and it looks like it could be fun if I figured it out. But yeah, it looks really deep. I played Tetris ninety nine a little bit, but I had missed the event by the time I played. I played last night and a little bit earlier in the week, and uh, this new controller, I think it actually makes me play better. Maybe I just was getting lucky, but I, think I was placing pretty good. I got like 12th place pretty easily. Well, I mean, I've said it a million times before, but it's a better controller than the, than the Nintendo Pro Controller. So The D-pad feels great on it. It probably did help you out because it is a better controller. So. Yeah. That's I, that's what I say. I hate I I didn't I never I didn't even like the Pro Controller when it came out. I thought it looked kind of crappy like when it when they first unveiled it. I don't know. I, I mean, like I, it, and I'm yeah. sad it doesn't work. Yeah. But this one is more comfortable. I think. I think I was. I think I was mad that it wasn't the Wii U Pro controller because I like that one better. Mm-hmm. I like the Wii U Pro better than the 
than the Switch Pro. Because probably because the Wii U one looks more like a PlayStation 4 controller or a PlayStation controller in general than an Xbox controller. I don't really like the whole, like, where the analog sticks aren't the same. I don't see the point of that. Where, like, one's lower and one's higher. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I'm glad it's helping you out on uh, Tetris 99. But uh, other than that, I've been playing Phoenix as well. But I've only just gotten past the first part where you save Aphrodite. And uh, I went to go fight Achilles in his little den, and he kicks my ass. So I'm kind of uh, stuck oh, yeah. Right now. Do you have the bird? Do you find the, the bird, bird now. Okay, because that's what I did with Achilles, is I just basically waited for my waited for my stamina meter to come back and I just used the bird over and over and over and again on he, on Achilles. I don't know how to use the bird. Like it, I don't know if it ever gave me an option on how to use the bird. Oh, you basically, well, I don't know how, because my controls are different, so it might be different than yours. Basically what I did is you target, so so for yours, like you, if you hold R and you hit a button, it does a super move, right? If you have any of those super moves yet, you might not have any of them yet. Except for the bird, which is a super move. So what I do is I hold R1, or I hold L1, you know, regular L, and I hit ZR, Z2. And you have to, you hold it to where the person that you're fighting, they'll kind of look like uh, metallic almost. So it'll look kind of white, you know, and mm-hmm. like reflective. That means that they're, that they're targeted. And then you press the, then you press the, I press the ZR button, and then the bird comes in and attacks them. And they'll attack them like three times back and forth and you can upgrade the bird to where it'll like stun them or it'll like do bigger damage and i have it to where it like where it does like a big like ball of damage so it'll like it, it's like a area damage so it'll damage mm-hmm. everything else around it and it'll also move up the uh the, the stun meter will move up when you do that too because i love the bird like the bird was my thing that because I, I know exactly what you're talking about because i was getting my ass handed to me in that part too and i just used the bird i would just wait i would run away from the guy Wait for wait to get my stamina back, or if you or if you know if you have enough mushrooms, you can just make stamina potions and just keep drinking those. And also, I'm in there I, with like yeah. all my potions maxed out. Okay, yeah, because I spent a lot of time upgrading the potions too, so they would do more. Because you can you can do that when you get the little the little blobs. I don't know if you've done it, but if you go around and cut a bunch of trees, you can get get the little blobs from those these little like orange blobs. Or the pomegranates, yeah, yeah. Then you well, make the healing potions out of those. Yeah, I've been doing that. No, I mean not not the pomegranates. They're these little. They're orange bulbs. They're like they're like orange bul- blobs. They look like uh, they look like vitamin pills almost. You know, like mm-hmm. that. And they're in bet- and they're in the tree trunks. Like if you knock down a tree, it's uh, some of them okay. will have it on top of the tree trunk. So just go through and knock a bunch of trees down, and you'll find a bunch of them. And that's a main part of like upgrading the actual potion. That you have, okay. like, like upgrading what the potion does. So you can change, like... Makes the effects better. Yeah, so you can you can make the health potion re- refill, like, 12 bars instead of 5 bars or whatever. Or same with, like, the other thing. Or you can... Another really cool thing is your defense and your attack potion. You can make those super OP, too. You can make it to the point where when somebody hits you, they get hurt, which is awesome. I've been fucking, oh, cool. I've been fucking around with that. So that's what I love about that game, is it has so much, like, extra shit that you can do. That you can just get, you just get nerdy with it and make it like, yeah, like I, I just like added a bunch of shit to the attack and the attack and defense potion. I have it to where like I'll gain, where I get life back when I attack somebody or when they attack me, they get hurt. Like you can do all this, all this cool shit like that. And you can also like make your damage, you know, make the damage lower when they hit you and, and you just try to keep a lot of that and just throw that on whenever you're fighting anybody and it'll help a lot, you know, cause it'll be, it'll be like you get a chunk of life like every time you, hit like a fourth time in a combo. So like if you keep doing it, you'll keep getting it back and you know, 
Or we, or and there's also stuff you can do where like if you do a perfect dodge, you get extra damage and stuff. There's all different shit you can add in there. But well, I'm liking it. I'm liking doing the upgrades. I've upgraded my stamina a couple times. I've upgraded my life. You know, I've done some stuff. It is pretty good about reminding you, like, hey, now you you can do this. Oh yeah, that was really. I I, I do appreciate that. Like, yeah, if you're in the world and you have enough stuff, a little thing will pop up on the screen and be like, hey, did you know that you could go? upgrade your stamina like you have enough you have enough uh zeus bolts to go do that so it's kind of cool how it reminds you but I, I got to the point where i would like just keep going back i just keep going back to like the area of the gods there and just that would be how i would play i'd go out and fuck around for a while go back to the area of the gods go back and fuck mm-hmm. around for a while and then go that's the thing about that that's game that's why i've put like 40 some hours into it already is i'm not really playing the, i'm not really playing the story that much i'm just like i'm just i'm just collecting like the uh ambrosia and stuff like you know i'm doing like the little mini puzzles that are in the map because they're a lot of fun especially you know like the i'm sure you've gotten to like the arrow challenges where you have to go through the hoops and stuff like that have you have you done any of those because the the arrow challenges or like the ones where you have to run to a certain point there's like races and arrow challenges and there's also one that reminds me of wind waker where you have to put the blocks together to make the picture where you kind of move them around like they were on that island uh, do those because they give you Charon coins, and that's how you get, and that's how you, you get, get all the upgrades to those. So yeah, if you go to any of the ones that are that show like a foot, that show like a foot with the feather, or like the or the bow and arrow, those mo- those are always Charon coin stuff. Okay. Oh, and and there's the the songs too, which you have to memorize. I don't know if you've seen those. There's the little harps that when you touch them, they'll play a little melody, but you have to memorize it, and you go back and play it on a giant harp. And then oh. you'll get and you'll get more share on coins with that. That's okay. how you do it. And you you play it by shooting an arrow at each of the uh, each of the strings of the harp. And you can get you can get up to like I got like twelve share on coins at once one time. So and the, but sometimes you might get two. It's it's kind of random depending on how, on how you're doing it. But but that's yeah. Just go around and do a bunch of those, and then you can kind of get into more upgrading your you know all your abilities. And and that, I think that's how you upgrade your your uh, bird stuff. And also you can add other things. Like there's a, there's a move where you use a giant hammer where you smash everybody with a giant hammer. Mm -hmm. That's another move that I use all the time. And you can make it to where like you hammer one guy and it kind of ripples out and hits everybody else around them. So that's kind of been my, become my main attack. It's just knocking people with a hammer and you get another version where you can hit them up with a hammer and knock them into the air and then Mm -hmm. go and like combo. And so there's just like so much fun stuff to do in that game that I've been still having a great time with it. I think it's fun. Yeah, it hasn't really gotten me too frustrated. Like when I say that I'm stuck, I'm not really stuck on this fight because I can go do other stuff, you know. So it's like I can always come back after I've leveled up a little more, and I could probably beat him. But I still just like I felt that like that about the first boss I fought because he killed me the you know really fast the first time, and then I figured out his patterns like the next battle, and I was like, oh, this is actually not hard at all. And so I was kind of hoping that would happen with this boss, but. He seems a little more erratic, and he kind of like he really comes at you quick. Yeah, but I I will do better. I I like this game. It's a lot of fun. It's a very relaxing game to play. I think um, for the most part, just exploring it. It does remind me of the that magical feeling I got with Breath of the Wild back in the day. It's not quite the same, but it's it's its own thing, and it's nice nice to have around. But yeah, I did buy a couple of things this week. So I already did mention I bought the I pre purchased the Bowser Junior. Amiibo because I I always kind of wanted that one and I haven't seen it out and about so huh. yeah they they're re-releasing them the Bowser Junior and the Bowser Amiibo so 
yeah, I ordered that one because I really like the clown car. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. So. Oh yeah, I, mean, I old, just want I just yeah. want one with the pod. Yeah, the clown car is actually my favorite part of that amiibo. So yeah, I ordered that. But the the other thing I ordered was this week. Um, I Wario sixty four threw it up, or maybe it was no. I think it was a uh, Greg Caldwell from um, NVC Chat, not not the developer, but. He brought up that Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was forty dollars on Amazon. Oh, Zeno. So I ordered it. It just came in the mail today. Haven't even opened it yet. You'll definitely get your dollar amount for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. But I, after yeah. all the you know all the good talk Trey gave it on the show um, multiple times, I was like, I got to get that game. So I was gonna wait till it went on sale again, and then when I saw that you could get the physical version for forty, I was like, well that. Seems like a good deal to me because it's an RPG, so I can actually own it and feel like I'm collecting it in, in a physical sense. Sure, I'm opening it on on air right now. Oh, there you go. You haven't even opened it yet. Does yeah, it? Do it have a cool inside? No, oh, yeah. There you go. There's Shulk. Nice. There's old Shulky. There's no uh, manual or anything, but it's still got a little cool little case inside. Yeah, it's got. Yeah. It's, it's got a reversible. Cover, I guess. You know, you could flip it over if you wanted to. See what it tastes like? No. Not good. <laughs> I, never, I never tasted a cartridge. I, I, I wasn't brave enough. You've never tasted one? No, I don't want to. I mean, you, you, you taste one right now. No, no. I'm not. I'm not I don't want to. It's going to be <laughs> taste gross. Taste a cart. Taste, taste a cart. cart. It's gonna Come be, on. It's going to be gross. No, I'm not. It's gross. Tastes like earwax. Jeremy already tasted the cart. I, it I, tastes I, like earwax and a nine volt battery at the same time. Oh no, it shocks I you. We, I think we close the show with Trey tasting cart. <laughs> think about it until then. <laughs> no, the cartoning. I don't. Yeah, I, when, <laughs> when somebody tells you something, when somebody tells you something tastes gross, that doesn't make me want to taste it. I'm like, cool, it tastes gross. I don't need to taste it. That's how I feel. I don't. I didn't. I don't buy games to lick them. I haven't licked any of my games ever. In my 40 years on this planet, never licked a game. So, yeah, I'm hoping this game and keep it that way. <laughs> I'm hoping this game uh, is fun and that I put a bunch of time into it because this is the RPG I want to lose myself in the movement, the moment in this one. <laughs> Let it go, right? Yeah. I <laughs> well, you do own it. I, yeah. do have some, I do own it, and I have a bunch of canned spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the, in the do you do you do you remember when your mom gave us a, a bag of goulash, Jeremy? Do you uh-huh. remember that? I remember that. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought about it the other day. Maybe I saw some something something in a bag, but I told Jess about it. Yeah, Talked about the bag, about like, the bag of goulash. Because we had to leave kind of in a hurry. And she's like, "Wait, don't you know take this food with you?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know, like if I can bring the bowl back." She's like, "I'll just put it in these bags." Uh-huh. And it was it was great. We ate it out of the bags. Yeah, it was weird out of the bag, but it's the only time I think anybody ever gave me a. Pasta in a bag like that. So there you go. And I think it was more for you. I was just a bystander that that got some also. I mean, I I mean, your mom made me some food before too. So (laughs) not a a bag though. No, not in a bag, but well, I I hope that I hope that you enjoy Xenoblade Chronicles. It's not a, I do too. I think I personally think it's a great game. It's a, I, like I've said many times, it's in my top, you know, you know, top 12 most played games on the switch. It's up there. It's actually number three. The, my top three are Animal Crossing, Super Mario Maker 2, and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. So I wouldn't have played it for 130 hours if I didn't like it. So it's a, it's it's like right next to Dragon Quest XI. I think it's actually just gone above Dragon Quest XI. And I've been trying to I, – I look you know, I look at the g- amount of games that I play a lot. And I have like – you know, my top 12, they're like all, they're like all great games. 
and then I have like YouTube and number 12. And my plan is to kick YouTube off my top 12. I mean, I don't watch YouTube on my Switch at all, so it's fine. But I'm trying to get uh, – last time I checked, Phoenix Rising was right under it, so it shouldn't take that long. But I want it to be all games. I don't want it to be other shit. Because, like, then Hulu is under there. And I'm like, I just want it to be – I want to clear all that stuff out. I just need to play more of other ones, and then it can get above those. I wonder if you can't just delete those off and then yeah, I mean, release their I, data from it. I think you technically can, but – I feel like they're like badges of life. Like I, I, can't, I can't delete them. I have to remember that I did them once. Like I would love to delete uh, that fucking awful game that I can't even remember the name of. The Zelda, the Zelda wannabe from from iPhone that sucks. Do you remember it? The the mobile game. Yeah, Oceanhorn. Oceanhorn. Yeah, that one. That would be the one that I would delete because I think that's the worst game I ever got for Switch. But I just have to leave it on there. Wow, just, you really just, hate that game. I have to I have to remember I have to remember my mistakes, you know, so it doesn't happen again. Never again. So I never get Ocean Horde too. <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. But yeah, for Xenoblade, my my plan is to uh, get my nice new wireless headphones going and uh, and uh, just kind of zone out and try to put an hour or two in it. Rock out to a that week, uh, at least the Yokoshima Mora soundtrack there. Yeah, and if it's as good as you know this. And, uh, I'm happy I finally bought it because I've I've spoken on the show before, but I had a chance to buy it at a used uh, record store. It was like twenty bucks for the uh, for the Wii, and I and I passed up the opportunity. Oh, I, I would I would have bought it. That's a steal because it was I going. Were, I think you were there with me. Was I there? Oh. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't. Get you it. didn't buy it. Maybe I didn't have any money, or didn't I think have you already money had it. it. Oh, maybe I'd just gotten the 3DS version of it and I didn't get the Wii version. That's probably why. Right. So then later on, I was like, after I got the uh, new 3DS, I was like, well, now I should buy. Well, no, it also, they released it on the Wii U. You could download it. Yeah. And then also, yeah, the 3DS version. So there's just these multiple times this game's come up and I'm like, maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time. So. I think this was the right time to get it. Yeah, well, you, you, yeah, you got the best version. So I mean, it's that's best version. Yeah. yeah, and 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 don't forget that you get you get bonus. You get like a two hundred thousand dollars or whatever they're called in that game, something like that. You get you get a good amount of money because you have a Xenoblade Chronicles two save on your Switch. Oh, so you can so it's kind of, it kind of gives you a little like up like a little bit of a new game plus because what I did is I basically took the money like they'll give you this this gift I think it's five hundred thousand maybe something like that but you can go and you can buy the best the best equipable armor like in that first town and that actually puts you a little bit above so you can kind of be you know kind of be a bit of a boss at the beginning there and be like oh I got the best armor and then you know you kind of you kind of start off a little bit ahead so that's what I would recommend doing it, let, it still lets game. you get all the experience points and stuff yeah you still get experience points you just don't you just just the damage will be less because of the armor that you have it's not it's not gonna take away your experience points you'll still get them you'll just be you know you'll just be less destructible because you can get the highest you can buy the highest version of armor like right then it's like sentinel armor or something like that you'll see it it's at the bottom it's the most expensive thing Mm -hmm. but you can buy it in that first town there and you can make yourself pretty powerful at the beginning there so that, that i thought that was really neat so then you I'm can throw get, it on later tonight yeah you, you can get to grinding like right out right off the bat so you know but yeah it's cool and you know uh and talk to i say talk to everybody in the town get all get all your submissions going so you can do them as you as you go to the next place that's how i did it like try to talk to everybody that has an exclamation point above their head obviously talk to talk to everybody except all their submissions 
and then they'll appear as exclamation points on the map as you continue on with the game. So unless it's a timed based thing, you know, which it should tell you and you can always change the time and stuff too, if you need to. And there's some characters that you can only talk to at certain times of night, but that's kind of just kind of try to figure it out, I guess, <laughs> you, you know, like I was still finding missions from that first town that I didn't do because of a time thing, like way hundred hours later. Cause there was one that I had to do a specific thing. Actually, there was one that wanted you to be at a certain level of, cause you, cause they rate like your, your relationships, you know, there's like, so the, uh, whatever, whatever you call it. There's like a social circle stuff where, where you can get certain stuff depending on how many, how many times you have each person like in the party together. And one of them was like, well, we you need to be at this level with this person. And I didn't find that one until way later, so I was already there. And it actually had a lot of experience points attached to it, so I was able to to do it. But no, it's cool. Are you planning on playing in English or Japanese on your on your voice? Or oh, have, I was going to do Japanese for the voice. Okay. Cool. I prefer it to be more authentic in that in that regard, more sure. like watching a a piece of media not just playing a game yeah I, I put it i put it on japanese even though everybody told me that i should have done it on english just because english is so funny but i wanted to i wanted to hear it in its original dialect like so. it's funny in a cheesy way well like it, it was just localized really well in a comedic way uh i mean it's i think the thing is that you know because it was localized by british people so everybody's british in the game which is kind of oh, right. which is kind of funny because mm-hmm. it wasn't going to come out here originally it was only it was only a european release so that's kind of funny, I guess. And one of the characters from Doctor Who is in there. She plays a. Uh, what's so did, her face? They, did they use the original uh, voice acting in it? Like they didn't re-record the lines. They like. Uh, no, I mean it's. I don't think they did. I don't. I didn't think they re-recorded it, but I don't know. It's all the same actors, but it, but it's the same actors that were in there okay. before. So. And I used I used a line from it for my best of 2020 episode music one. If you guys listened to that one yet. The very beginning where it says, I'll make you remember. That's that's from the English voice acting of uh, Xenoblade. I pulled it from the YouTube, from a YouTube capture. But yeah, it's cool. I hope you like it. I do too. I mean, if nothing else, I've got all the Xenoblade games. Yeah. Well, I mean, it should be. I mean, this is probably the one that's easiest to beat. And it has a, and there's a story. There's, it's definitely, there's definitely a big story. There's lots of cutscenes. It's very cinematic, like I said. You'll get, I mean, there'll, there'll be some pretty big shit, like, even in the very, like, first couple hours, there's a big battle and all that stuff. I don't want to tell you Ooh. anything about it, because I don't want to spoil it, but, yeah. No, it'll definitely, there'll definitely be some mad story thrown at you in that very beginning, so. I'm looking forward to it, because yeah. it's from a, a different era, and I hope it that it's a good thing that it'll be more old school for that reason. Oh, yeah, from the Wii era. I, I still think it feels like a modern RPG, though, to me. Probably just because it's so different. It's it's so much different than like a turn-based RPG, you know, mm-hmm. just the way it works. Like you don't get money from defeating monsters. Like you have to do missions to get money and, or sell your stuff or, or sell whatever you find on, on the on the road, you know. I feel like it seemed more modern. But yeah, if that's what you've been playing, we can move on. Keep it hardcore! Keep it hardcore! Keep it hardcore! Come on, do it! Come on, do it! Keep it hardcore! Keep it hardcore! 
So the big the big release of this week for me was uh, Wrestling Empire by M. Dickey, which uh, which I actually talked to. I sent him an email, and he said that he was incredibly busy with the release of this game, which I understand. It seems like he actually has a lot to do. So he wasn't able to join us for an interview, but he didn't necessarily say no to us. We might have him in the future, so hopefully we do. So, That'd be cool. But yeah, uh, Wrestling Empire. It's a uh, it's a it's a uh, wrestling game. It ended up. Uh, it it uh, it came out on Monday, the the eleventh. Um, it's uh, it's pretty rough around the edges, but I think it's I think it's kind of funny for what it is. I don't know. It, tell me about the demo. You played the demo, John. What was yeah. what was what was on the demo? So yeah, the demo. You can do a training mode. You can do a one on one match and a, a tag team match. Oh, okay. I played all the modes, and I have to say, like. I think even if I didn't know that this was a one-man show, I would think this is a pretty good game. And with the understanding of, it looks like an indie game, so I, th- I think you can you can guess that from taking taking a look at it. And um, that kind of helps you to say like, all right, it might be something that's a little bit rough around the edges, but what's there is actually really fun, I think. And then knowing that it is a one-man show, it's just all the more impressive. Yeah, because it's it's pretty deep. And that comes through even in the demo. The training mode alone is like it took me twenty minutes. I think he said it took yeah. me twenty three minutes. Took, took like me, it's, it's yeah. meaty. Took me like twenty, I think like twenty four minutes, something like that, to get through the grappling tra- training mm-hmm. mode. And there's like six or seven different training modes. But it's also okay. it's also kind of weird because it doesn't really explain things that well to you. Like if you want to try to get through a whole one. And also the way the AI is is kind of bizarre, I guess. Sometimes it just doesn't do what you want it to. And there were so many times when I was playing this where I'm like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Like, I don't know. I was playing I was like playing a match. Like I've been playing the career mode, which which is awesome. And uh I was playing this uh, I was playing a match and then all of a sudden I had a I had a tag team partner. I didn't even know I had one. So this lady shows up and she's like, "I'm going to be on your tag team." And I'm like, "Okay." And uh and I start the match, and for and I forgot. So like, the ref is carrying around like this uh, this uh, baton, this like police baton, you know, like a like a the boss, big boss man would have in the in the eighties, you know, and uh, and he like and he drops it, and I just you know instinctually pick it up, and I hit the guy in the head with it, and it says disqualification, you lost, and I'm like fuck, okay, so my character's gone, my character that I was that I was playing as is gone now. Then I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to just because in the career mode you don't get to retry matches. Really, you just play, and if you lose, you lose, and that's part of your career. Mm-hmm. And you'll lose money, and it's cool because it actually tries to make you feel like you're an actual wrestler, and you have to start mm-hmm. in like wrestling school and all that. And I'm actually in my current game, I'm actually the heavyweight champion of wrestling school, so that's cool. But you have to get to the point where you get to another federation, and I think there's like eight different federations or something like that. There's 350 characters total in the game which is wow. fucking bonkers nuts and they're not all unlocked so you i guess you unlock them through career mode i haven't unlocked any yet but that's supposedly where it works so as far as like content goes this game's got content like coming out the ass and it was on sale bucks too. it was on sale yeah they had a sale when it came out so i was like oh because i was kind of looking and it ended up and it ended up dropping at 2 a.m central time which you know you know, I figured it wouldn't drop till like 3 p.m. the next day. That seems to be how normally it happens. But I didn't. I was kind of hoping that there'd be a midnight release, so I kind of looked at it around midnight. And then I just ended up. I was like, "Well, it's not going to come out because it didn't come out by midnight." So I just started playing Phoenix for a while. But then I checked that it was out, 
at two and I'm like, shit. And I didn't start playing it till three. I was originally going to try to stream it, but I'll stream it tonight later. Yeah, but, I went uh, to bed when you, when you sent that Slack message and I was like, well, I guess I'm getting up. So oh. downloaded it and played it for a good hour or so. Yeah. I only sent you a Slack message cause you had just posted like a news thing at like two. So I thought maybe you're still awake. So, oh yeah. No, I wasn't yeah. saying that it bothered me or anything like that. It was just yeah. like, I was anticipating the game too. So hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up for this one. I want to see what this is like. So I did a, so playing, I feel like, so I went through the grapple mode and the grappling is, it's similar, but it's different. It's, it's different than the way the 64 one is. There's not like a light and hard grapple. All the grapples are kind of the same, but you, uh, you use, um, you use like three different buttons to do different things. There's a, you can use the button to pick up a weapon. There's a button to, um, to run and the button to attack. And those all do different moves depending on which direction you push while hitting those. So that's different. And also I noticed that you don't really tap A to get up. Like you don't tap buttons to get up. I mean maybe you were trying to, but it doesn't actually work like that. It's oh, more I didn't that. it's more about it just kinda like it flow it flows better. Like if somebody has you like in a in a hold on the ground or whatever, you can press the punch button and in some moves you can start punching the guy while you're in the hold. And that's what gets you out of the hold. So there's like re- cool. there's some really cool like uh unique gameplay for that that's what i think is incredibly intriguing about it it's just how different it is because like instead of like the original 64 game you would press like r would be your reversal mode would be your reversal thing and that's like block that's like a block move that you do so if somebody tries to punch you you hit r at the right time you can block him and then hit him back same with like uh rolls and stuff but this one this one is different like if you if somebody has you in a hold and there's a possibility of you reversing it you have to hit your hold button at the right time to reverse it and they can do the same thing and reverse it again so it kind of feels starts to feel like an actual like natural wrestling match after a while and it's kind of cool like i did one of those where like you know where you pin the guy and they kick you back and they pin you and then you kick him back and you pin the other guy like you can do these really cool complex moves through that and once i started to I don't know. It's it, it. It really. It had like a. I felt like it really had a steep learning curve. Like as far as that type of thing, because I like jumped. I'm like, okay, I want to jump into career. So I, I was. Uh, what was it? Um, Heckler Harry or something like that. Some stupid guy that was in there, that that I picked. It was something. It was something heckle. But uh, yeah, I played as this guy and I did fucking terrible. Like I did not win a single match. I wrestled like maybe ten matches. I got hit, I, I got hurt, I got injured, and I couldn't wrestle for six weeks. So I, so you actually have to like watch all the, and, and every time you beat a match, it tells you like what's happening in other federations. And one of the first things was like, MD, it was like a wrestling empire has just gone up and it showed a picture of McDickie being like, yeah. And it's, it's like, it's like so like, it, it's very jokey. Like they, they, they're all about like making jokes about stuff. And I appreciate that. And oh it, yeah. You see it in the yeah. signs and the fat on the crowd. Like one guy's holding up a sign. The 2D version was better. Oh yeah. So I guess, well, I'm like actually you have a pre- previous 2D version because I I created a, well I, I you can you can't create a character but you can edit all of the characters that are in there and you can change all of their moves. You can change their size, their you know their gender, whatever you could do. You could do all that stuff through there. Yeah. And um, and and you know you can change all their moves and and their and their taunts and all that stuff. So you can pretty much make your own character. But right. my my character that I'm playing at right now is wearing a shirt that says "Worst Game Ever," so it's pretty. You, there's actually <laughs> there's actually a T-shirt in there that says "Worst Game Ever," 
and it says something about keeping the one star rating on the back. I couldn't exactly what it, read exactly what it says, but yeah, you can you can wear like Wrestling Empire shirts, or you can or there's shirts about different federations. There's an AAW federation in there, which I thought that was funny. Instead of AEW, it's AAW. Oh, yeah. Get it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Even though the AEWs are AEW guys are actually in a different federation, they're not in the AAW. But I think that's funny that they put that in, in there. But I just in between matches they show you the news of what's been happening in wrestling. It'll be like this guy left this federation, or he got fired, and now he's got to go back to independent wrestling, and that's how he's got to make his money. And it's and they tell you all this different stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and and it's the same thing for you. It'll be like, hey, you lost this match, so you lost popularity, or everybody's like, you know, nobody likes you as much, or this person became more popular, or you lost this manager because of this. And you can hire managers. And it's funny because you can actually try to hire managers from other federations too, and they'll be like, like I tried to – okay, so my, my middle name at the very beginning was Omega was, – was Alpha Mel, who is the equivalent of Kenny Omega from, uh, from uh, AEW. And it's just kind of funny how they change the names. Like, there's a guy named Gold Boulder, who's Goldberg. Like, Sting, <laughs> Sting is in there. I saw Kane in there. I saw Earthquake. I saw Ric Flair. I saw Earthquake is in there. His name's like, Ty- his name's like a, I don't know, World Shake or something like that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Like, they, they obviously are – oh, and Cody, Cody Rhodes is in there from AEW. His name's Coder. But it's, a, it's obvious that the guy knows his wrestling, and he's putting people in there that actually exist as wrestlers, so – uh, yes. My first match on the opposite team, the manager was Donald Trump. I saw Donald Trump. Red hat and everything. I saw yeah. Donald Trump finally. Yeah, when I when I uh, when I wrestled the the heavyweight title owner of of wrestling school, his manager was Donald Trump. So yeah, I did see him in there with the red hat and the suit and, and the blonde hair and all so that. So one thing when I'm playing the demo, <laughs> I don't understand. It'll randomly I'll change to a different character. If you squeeze the L and R buttons yeah, at the same hit, time, you can change any character. If you hit, because I was yeah. I was playing as that guy, the red hat man, yeah, and I was like <laughs> trying to like beat up the two people that were still fighting. And I will say one thing: like I haven't really spoken about the game yet, but like just the demo. I mean, it was free, but I was having fun with it. I was laughing my ass off at some of the stuff that was happening. Like, oh yeah, the, the, yeah. we brought we brought in like there was like a big heavy like. I wouldn't call it a recliner, but like a big chair like that, like a plush chair. And like we care, like someone carried it into the arena and set it down. And then the rest of the, the match, there's like two people fighting and this guy just kept picking it up and he'd move it a little bit. He'd set it down again. And then you like pick it up and, he'd move it. <laughs> and then like the people that were getting hit would occasionally fall into the chair. And then they like, Oh yeah. The, for, like, <laughs> reeling animation. It's like interactive. Yeah. Where you can actually sit in the chairs, which I thought was funny. And I, I didn't even say the, I guess I didn't say the rest of my story about when I was playing in that tag team. So I got knocked out. My character got knocked out. And then all of a sudden I was this other player that I was playing as. And, uh, and I beat the other guy with, with her. And then the guy was like, the guy was like, you cheated me. He's like, you cheated me. Uh, I, I demand to wrestle again. And I'm like, okay. And then we started wrestling again. And then we were wrestling. And there was a bro, <laughs> and there was a broken table in the middle of the ring. And the ref like grabs the table and like puts it back together and puts it on the ring. I'm like, what is this game? I'm like, this game is so bizarre. <laughs> and there was one time I was fighting this character and he like takes the stairs up to the ring and the stairs like collapse and he like flips like in, like into the crowd like <laughs> like goat simulator style and i'm like what the fuck like that's like that's another part of it is it just has like these fucking weird ass jank shit that's just it just makes me laugh like i'm not like mad about it i'm like I'm, like, I'm, like that's fucking hilarious funny. yeah it starts with you do your own intro 
Oh yeah, and you have so, to like, you have to walk in there too. Yeah. Like, I like walking, yeah, you, and I like start jumping into the crowd and like swinging my arms around and stuff. And, yeah, you can walk in. You can walk into the crowd too. That's another thing that I think is pretty uh, innovative of it is you don't really like if you want to go to the ring, just point the just point the analog stick towards the ring, and you'll get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, or if you want to go outside, just walk towards the cloud the crowd, and you'll climb over the thing and walk into the crowd. You know, it's just like. You don't need to hit a specific button to like get into the ring. Like I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, even though it did took me a minute to learn how to pin because you have to you have to push the right stick to pin, and that, I that seems kind of weird. Either. Yeah, I do think it's a really charming like style for this game to be in. Like it looks like yeah, it looks like PlayStation One or in sixty four, like old like like the early iterations of games on those systems. Like and I don't know, it's really silly. So I'm gonna keep playing the demo for now, but. I had more fun with it than I expected, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's great, and it's weird. Well, when I played it the first night, I was you know I was trying to play a career as like whatever the fuck his name was, and I kept losing and losing and losing, and I got and I got injured, and then I got injured again after I came back, and all of a sudden the game says, "Oh yeah, by the way, your wrestler died. Game over." And I'm like, <laughs> and I, and I'm like what? <laughs> I took I took a picture of it. Here, hold on. I, I took a picture of it. On my died s- doing something he loved. Yeah, I took a picture of it on my Switch because I just didn't expect it, and it reminded me of something that would be in, uh, in like that uh, the Super Blood Hockey that that John, oh, yeah, John was talking about. I was doing really bad, and the and you know it, every so many weeks the manager of the of the wrestling guy will have a meeting with you, and he'll he'll suggest that you do certain things, and you can say no, you don't have to. He'll be like, hey, I think you should have a different finishing move, or I think you should change your name, or I think you should. Uh, you know, have a different persona, or maybe you should be a heel now instead of a face, or whatever. They've never actually said that, but but my character, whatever the name his he was, I died as Buzz Hihachi because he said that I should change my name to Buzz Hihachi, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll I'll do that. But this is what it says: it says wrestling review in all the latest action from wrestling school training session. Disputant made Buzz Hihachi submit at five at five o four. Buzz Hihachi sustained an extremely serious in- injury in that match. Despite their efforts, medics were not able to res- to resuscitate the 26-year-old who has died as a result of his injuries. So my, so my character died <laughs> in-, in my first playthrough. And I guess you have to... Um, you have to retire if you want to start a new career mode. I found that out later from because I've been following the I've been following the the de- developer and he's been talking about it on Twitter. So if you want to know more about this game, follow M Dicky because he's been posting shit like every day and people have been responding on it. And apparently there's a bug in it also. So if anybody has it, if you try to back up your save files through the options, I think that's not actual thing that you can do. And apparently that bricks the game. So don't do that. That's <laughs> what I heard. Oh, Be- boy. People have had to like completely delete the game and redownload it and all that to get it, to get it to work. So, so yeah, that that's what I heard about, but, but yeah, it's, it's funny. I, but I, I said that I commented on there. I was like, well, you know, I, I died and then I was able to restart. But after, after I died, after I died, I started with a character that had a higher strength level. Cause I thought that might help me, you know? In the first match I did, I basically hit the guy like one time and he fell down and it and it said I won. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm good for the night, you know? Because I think that he had the same health amount as he did when I played him in a different career mode. It's a different character. That's what I'm talking about, the level of jank that's in this game. But it's kind of it's kind of fun, like from 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 what it's in there. I don't I don't feel like it actually hinders the game. But yeah, I, I did one match. I hit the guy like once in the face, and it was like. He like fell down. Maybe it was the first blood match or something. 
and that was and that was that. So I, I was done for the day, and then I started playing it again last night. And there's been a there's been an update already. They've already added a patch to it, and I started playing it last night, and I was just like knocking guys down. Like all of a sudden, I was really good. So maybe they made it maybe they made it easier. Or maybe I just kind of figured out how the how the controls work. But now it's got to the point where I know exactly what I'm doing in the ring. Like I can take the guy and pull him around. I can throw him into the corner and like take him up on top of the turnbuckle and like do like a super suplex and all this stuff so i've been having a blast with it like since the last update so maybe they smoothed a little bit of it out i've noticed less weirdness there is still weirdness but less weirdness you know and it's uh i'm really excited to see where it goes like i'm i don't know i I don't know if there's going to be like cage matches and stuff like when you get to like real wrestling you know that'd be great like when you get to the actual federations later in the game when you're on tv and stuff because most of the wrestling school stuff there is nobody in the crowd but there are some times that there are then you'll make more money if there's people in the crowd so it does kind of break down what your salary is and if you want to like change your if you want to like change your intro music or you want to like change your outfit and stuff like that. You have to pay for that. So you do have to make money from the career and you pay for it for those things. I think you also have to pay to change your moves. But I mean, I, I had like so much extra cash that it really didn't matter. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I, I recommend it, but just be prepared for jank. You know, it's going to be, it, it doesn't really feel, I mean, it kind of feels weird. It feels like an indie game, but I think it's fun too. I don't know. Yeah. The jank never breaks it. The, the jank. You know, at worst, it's a part it's, of the charm. You tolerate it, yeah. and, and uh, at best, it's part of the charm. It makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because it's through the lens of an N64 game, I mean, you would expect it to have some level of, of, of jank, you know, mm-hmm. in these yeah. days. So it, it totally fits. Yeah. But, but I mean, once, once you figure out how to do stuff, I think it got really fun. Like, I was, have, I was having yeah. a blast with it. And I'm going to stream it tonight, you know, to see, just do some more of that career stuff and I got to the point where my character is completely undefeated. I've done like 10 matches at least. So, yeah, even though there was one that was a tie, which I don't understand why it was a tie because I totally pinned the guy. And there was one match where I pinned a guy like five times because it was a timed match, I guess. I just kept pinning him over and over again. I don't know. It's just got like so much silliness to it where it's like, uh, okay, I guess that's what happened. But I guess that's a part of it, you know, part of being a silly game, you know, about about wrestling and stuff. And it's cool. I mean, I think uh, – yeah. I mean, I never played the w the WWE 2K17 or whatever because I heard it was god awful. But it can't be worse than this game. I wonder. I wonder if he if he. Uh, I think he might have lowered the price because can't be better than this game. You mean? Oh yeah. No, I mean I don't. It probably is worse. Yeah, I, it's probably. You no, know, saying it probably is worse than this game. The WWE yeah. game is. But I think that the I think that M Dicky like I think he just changed the price because the other wrestling games were currently on sale. So I think he was just like I'll put mine on sale too. And that was a big deal because he put that in his Twitter in his tweet. He's like, "Hey, it's half the price. It's half the price of these other wrestling games that are on there. You know, get this one." So, and it's just cool that he's like, and he said in and he said in one of his tweets that he's planning on expanding the game at least. It'll be three. It'll have three times more whatever it has now in the future. Like he's planning on putting a bunch of DLC in it for free. So, so that it's just cool that he's adding to it. And he already had already had a patch update on the first day. So. That was interesting. I wonder, and I and I noticed like less, yeah, le- less uh, issues since then. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like I recommend it, but it's gonna feel like an indie game. But I don't think it that feels, hurts it. Yeah. So I will say, like from what I played of it, it definitely feels like it's one of those things where it's like, it's an environment. It's almost like a sandbox because you don't really know what you can do until you start messing around with it to see what you can do. And like, I don't know what I did, but I was playing one of the training missions. 
I don't know if it was the grapple mission or what, but I was trying to finish the mission. All of a sudden, I am the referee, which oh yeah, John, I pressed yeah. the wrong buttons or something. All of a sudden, I'm the referee. I'm like, does it want me to be the referee now? Like, what am yeah. I supposed to do? So I just start walking around, and then I realize I could leave the ring. So I like leave the ring, and I go, and I'm just walking around. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then I see a metal pipe on the ground. I grab it, go back in the ring, and I just start beating up the <laughs> the character I started as. I just keep hitting him with the pipe over and over again. He doesn't. He sort of fights back a little bit. Mostly, he just lays and takes it. So I took his energy level all the way down. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to pin him. And I couldn't figure out how to pin him. And then you know, somewhere around the, somewhere around that time, Shauna walked in, and I'm just like standing there as this referee hit this guy with a pipe. She's like, "What are you doing?" Beating up I, this I, guy. I'm trying to figure out how to play this game. <laughs> yeah. But there's like blood, like animation of like blood splattering. Oh, yeah. That was another thing that he mentioned on Twitter about like that he had to get an M rating because of how bloody it is. Cause like, and you can actually change it in the options. Like, cause it like, cause it really, their faces get pretty fucked up. Like, if you beat him, like, there's like scabs and stuff and bruises and, and you can change like how much you want it to, it to bleed and all that stuff. And, that's kind of fun. Did the ref say anything when you switched to the ref? Because I had the same thing happen to me. I don't me. remember. I just was like, I thought I'm supposed to be learning how to do whatever the skill is, and now I'm the ref, and it's letting me beat him with a metal pipe. Well, I figured it out because that was that was about when I realized that you don't have to tap buttons to get out of holds because I was tapping buttons like crazy, and nothing was happening mm-hmm. at all. I was just getting my dude just like getting his neck stretched or whatever. So I just start tapping all the buttons and then I accidentally hit the two Z and the ZR and ZL button. And then the coach says like, what the fuck? He's like, what do you, he's like, you can't control me. And it's like on the ground, on the bottom of the screen and he's talking and it's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he, he like actually talked to me as a player. He's like, you got to switch it back. You can't control me. That's like, it's not, he's like, you can't play uh, so as me. You got to play as the other notice. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they had, they there was had one point where. Yeah. So the ref has a mic, right? And there's one point where the ref drops his mic or I punched him or something, and my character, the wrestler, picked up the mic and started calling the match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought that was funny. That's yeah. hilarious. No, that's the thing is it kind of has these, like, random these random like story moments that are just like, okay, all right. I didn't know that. And there was that one that, one that I was talking about where that lady came and, like, wrestled with me. Like right after that match, she's like, "Okay, you owe me owe me seventy dollars," and I'm like, "Okay," and then I just said, "Okay, I guess you could fight her if you didn't want to," but I'm like, "All right, I'll, here's seventy dollars." So, I mean, technically, you won the match because I accidentally got disqualified. So, and that and when I when the guy you know and the guy said that he didn't, he's like, "Oh no, that was that was a that was fraud, whatever." Fight again. Then I fought him again and pinned him again. So I got two out of that, but I still ended up getting. There's like experience points to it, I think, because you're. Your meter like goes up every time you win matches, and it can go down if you lose. And I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. Like it's. I feel like he really. I don't know. It's almost. It almost kind of reminds me of that fucking pirate game that we played, where there's a lot to it, but I don't know anything about it, and it just kind of just randomly. This is way happens. better than that pirate game. I mean, I like. I like the pirate game actually. I think the pirate game's more polished than this game, but, but uh, I don't know. It, it reminds me of that game for just because it has so much shit to do, and it doesn't really tell you how to do it, and it's like okay. And and it's the and and the, the training modes are weird because they may tell you to do a thing, but they won't tell you when you didn't do the thing. But you can actually go into the menu and have him repeat whatever he told you to do. So I didn't I did find that finally. So if you are trying to play through the training, you can have him repeat what he said before. But but I don't know I I like it. I mean, as far as for for me who wants to is really aching to play a wrestling game, a good one. You know, this is really probably I think this is the best one that's on the system hands down for the Switch. I mean. I mean, this is, you know, Retromania is coming out next month, so we'll see how that does, but... 
But this, as far as wrestling, wrestling stuff right now, this is the best thing. And yeah, through the lens of a 64 game, it looks pretty good. You know, it looks better mm-hmm. than most 60. It doesn't have that fog smeared effect, you know, like a lot of the 64 yeah. games had. It looks crisper. Even though you right. mentioned in the Slack, John, that the, the art style could really use a little bit more. I feel the same way. I think everybody's faces look weird. But I mm-hmm. guess that's also kind of part of the charm, I guess, <laughs> with the jank. Yeah. <laughs> their noses look like too small and the face, like the way they're, I don't know, the front yeah. of their face is like. I'm the, a fan of how yeah. the mouths move when they talk. It's like. Mm, oh, yeah. Where it's like. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. Flashing around. Yeah. But it's they, there's a lot of options in there for a creator wrestler. You can make you can make a different outfit for your wrestler, like when you're just talking to people. If you want them to look different, you can give them a different outfit. You can give us give them a specific referee outfit also. So my guy has three has three outfits. He has like a suit and tie like for his referee thing, and and he has like a different mask for yeah. It's it's just been fun to just fuck around with it. And you can give him like so yeah. I gave him like really giant baggy pants. And if you're not wearing bag, if you're not wearing pants, and you pick the baggy option, your skin will just look big and baggy. It's, it's, oh, it's really boy. weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Your legs will just look like big, like yeah, like they're just like big, like baggy skin. It's so weird, but it's I got those jinko legs. Yeah, but I kind of, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like, legs. I kind of like the weirdness of it, though. I mean, that's part of it. So, so yeah, I, I think it's great. Like, I mean, I've been having a great time with it. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I get. Yeah, I, I I highly yeah. recommend it for anybody who wants to play a wrestling game now. You know, it's it's a recommend for me too. The only reason I didn't buy it is just because Hitman Three is c- coming around the corner, supposedly, and I've only got so much to spend. Yeah, but, well, and also yeah, like I, I figured, recommend it. I mean, we mentioned before, but Scott Pilgrim is coming out this week, so that's a big thing. It's coming out on Thursday. There's a there. I mean, there's there's some like uh, physical release stuff for it too. So that's what's happening with that. I mean, I, I'm just going to stay, I'm going to stick with it. You know, I'm going to play it more. You know, I'm really happy. I want to see, I want to be able to play as some of the guys that I've seen, like all the AW guys, like that'll be fun. I haven't tried playing as any of them yet because even just setting up an exhibition match was kind of confusing because I like picked my character and then I was just trying to hit A to start and it kept just adding characters to it. And then all of a sudden there's like 20 characters in the ring and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, I'm wondering how many you can do at once because... I picked like I must have picked like at least like twelve guys, but I didn't start it because I was like, oh no, I don't want to do I, that. Seems too confusing. I'll go back to career mode. So there's still there's still stuff in there I haven't fucked with, but I'll def- I'll definitely be playing it. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's definite definite recommend for me. I say we just run through a couple news things and then we'd be done here because we pretty much talked about all the stuff that I, that I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. The only thing I want to mention in the news thing is we mentioned uh, we mentioned Scott Pilgrim. There's going to be a Two different physical things coming out for it, right? Is that what's happening? The Scott Pilgrim. Are there there there's like a deluxe edition and a and a regular edition, right? For the physical, or is it only one? I think you're right. I think I saw two covers. Yeah, right here, right here it's showing two. And that and that actually comes out the day before the digital one. So I was that was still kind of one on the radar that I was thinking about buying because I figured you guys would buy it just to play online. But if if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get it, I'll, I might wait on it. But it it's it's interesting that they're having a. It makes sense for them to have a limited run version, just because mm-hmm. this game was made not available online. So, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would want to get the physical one, so they don't have to deal with that again. Also, it's the what the isn't it the number one requested game from people to limited run? When, Probably, I, I think so. That's like, according yeah. to Jeremy Parrish, like ne- yeah, ne- next to next to Mother Three. <laughs> well, I guess they don't ask limited run for that. But no. yeah, no, they, I think since Jeremy started working there, he's been talking about. Mm. 
people still keep asking him about it. Oh, sure. Even when it first got announced, if you remember, Limited Run made a statement on Facebook or not on Facebook on uh, Twitter where they were like, "We at the, this time we do not have any plans to make this game or whatever," which they probably did, but. Um, one thing I want to, as far as like new releases, I recommend not to buy any of these, but there's this, uh, there's this developer company called PixArts that's coming out with like a bunch of different games and they're all like blatant ripoff of other things. There's a game called Wacky Run that basically looks like a really low res version of, uh, Fallout of Fall Guys. (laughs) It's like a, where it's, it's, I mean, it looks just like it. It's like people running on a thing. It's $3. It's $2.99. Buy at your own risk, but. There's the, this company Pixar. They they release like three different games. There's one that looks like a really bad Donkey Kong Country. There's a alien. Was it Space Alien Invaders? It's basically Space Invaders, but it's called Space Alien Invaders. It's the same thing. It's a blatant ripoff. Gorilla Big Adventure is the Donkey Kong Country game that's on there. And Galactic Troop Armada that kind of looks like a Star Fox game. There's Clay Sk- Skeet Shooting that looks like the Duck Hunt without the ducks. There's just all these garbage games that that all release like this week for really cheap. They're just funny to look at. Don't buy them. I just wanted to mention that they're on there, and it's funny that there's a bad Donkey Kong Country game on there, especially when you can get the other one for free. Gorilla, big adventure. Yeah. Somebody put up a thing asking for, uh, I guess it was the company that made Super Paper Mario put up a thing looking for new people to work on a Paper Mario game, or not Paper Mario, a Mario Party game, so... There's the confirmation of Mario of Super Mario Super Mario Party Two, which I saw people talking about. It's a Japanese ad, but it's like, hey, we need developers for this. So that was in the news. Uh, I don't know. I I really I don't see if it came out now and there was no online to it, I wouldn't see the point for pretty much ninety percent of the people who play Mario Party because Mario Party was supposed to be a hangout game and we can't really hang out right now. So they better fucking get that online. There is what I'm saying. There's no online on this. What's the fucking excuse, guys? So many other things are using online. Like, even fucking Fortnite. You play, like, hour-long stuff on there. You can put it on there as well for Mario Party. Um, Smash Brothers is getting the uh, new Mii Fighter costumes, including Geno. About time. Yeah, I think that was I think that was unveiled in another thing. It might have been in the... I think uh, it was. I think it's just out now. Yeah. Oh, I think it was in the Sephiroth, when, he, when, when Dude played a Sephiroth. Sakurai. Sakurai. When Sakurai Wasn't Geno in uh, the Wii U version? I, I feel like he was. Like I feel well, the outfit was. I feel like I've seen the outfit before. I feel like it was in. It might have been. That's in the why Wii I was having a deja vu one. feeling about it. I was like, I thought Geno was already in there. Yeah, I don't understand the whole thing about Geno. I don't know. I mean, he was a fine character in Super Mario RPG, but I don't really feel like I need to fight him. Really him. Creeped me out. He's weird. Yeah, he's a creepy character. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a doll that comes to life. What's not to hate? <laughs> Child's play shit. Man. Yeah, everything, everything is, is especially when he like incapacitates Mario the first time he gets shot with him. Or the kids like playing with him as a little toy, and then it's Mario, and then Mario gets knocked unconscious with the bullet. Oh yeah, and he's got like fucking guns in his hand that he's, that he's mm-hmm. shooting at you. So, um, Escuada is coming out on uh, April thirteenth. Yeah, it's I kind of want that. It's around the corner. Yeah, the well, ask the, yeah. all the Escawada stuff was really cool, so I'm definitely interested in it. And it would is it like a is it a hardcover initially, or I guess I think it's a hardcover. Yeah, I think is it like I, a coffee table book kind of thing, or is it a just a like? I think it kind of looked like a little slim novel. 
Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I don't think it's going to get. I don't think it's going to be like two different versions. That's what you're thinking, right? That there's going to be a hardcover and then a soft cover, like mm-hmm. most like big books would be. I think it's just mm-hmm. going to be one book, and it's a soft cover, and it's twenty dollars. I don't see why they would do. They would release it like a like a book book. You know, I don't know. It would be nice if they put the photos because on the on the website mm-hmm. when they did ask a lot of there was all kinds of photos in there. That's kind of what it I seems a shame to just leave those out. Yeah, it says it says uh, 176 pages long, and it's 23 dollars. Is, is what I've seen. So there you go. Yeah, that's a. I could put it next to that uh, Final Fantasy V book that I bought and never read. <laughs> you know? But get, it won't be signed. Yeah, maybe I get an audio version of it so I can listen to it like uh, like I did that Japanese book. But yeah, we actually got our Final Fantasy book signed by the author. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And he played uh, VR with us. Yeah, and he played played the VR game. I thought mentioning, like, definitely worth mentioning since we were talking about kind of like the convention. That's my segue as, uh, yeah, the the man who found that the uh, Nintendo PlayStation prototype passed away. And we've actually met this guy. I don't know. We didn't really interview him, I don't think. But yeah, we've we've spoken to him. Terry Diebold is how it's pronounced. Yeah. I've seen this guy three times, like. I didn't. I only saw a presentation by him once, but you know, I've literally seen him at three different conventions I've gone to. Well, one was two different years of the same one, but he was out at Portland when I went there too, and uh, just like kind of like I think I said it on Twitter, but it was my first like big memory from going to a game convention was like seeing the Nintendo PlayStation. Like for me, that was just like holy shit, what have I been missing out on this whole time? Like I need to go to game conventions, you know. Like, just seeing that, just I was in awe of it. Like, I'm really looking at it right here, you know? So, uh, man, props to that guy for letting people, like, get up close right. to it, touch it, play it. Touring it around. Touring they it took around. it around for, like, three years or something like that they were touring, right? Yeah, it was a he while. Let, yeah, he let Ben Heck fix it for him so yeah. they could get it working. And Yeah, we, we watched it. We watched him play it at, at Midwest Gaming Classic. Well, they watched him turn it on. I mean, I think right, yeah, really we got to listen to the it. CD drive the work work for the first time like yeah or you know i'm sure they had played it a few times before but first time publicly so i just love that his his first thought wasn't oh why don't i just sell this right now and make a bunch of money right now they decided to tour it around which i'm sure they made a pretty penny doing it but it's like they they shared their their unique find with the gaming community that was so anxious to see it he kind of made it sound like that's great he kind of made it sound like, you know, he was like, wow, I got this thing and now I get to travel because of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was just a really genuine human, like way to like view this, this artifact that he had, like, well, this, because of this thing, now I get to like travel around. I probably never would have done this otherwise. Like, so he yeah, got to go, great to, experience like, to have he got to, go to I think he said like he had been to like conventions in like China and stuff like. He'd been all around the world with this thing. It wasn't just in the continental U.S. So mad props to that guy for letting it be, you know, for a limited time <laughs> viewable in person. Now it's owned by a private collector. But yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was uh, that one. It's is, really sad to hear that he's that he's gone. Yeah, it's close to There's home really not any kinda, details. Yeah, we, we kind of knew him. So it's, yeah, it sucks. It's there was a couple of the people in the gaming community who passed away. Right. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who the, the South Park guy. I don't know who um, the South Park guy is. If you remember the the World of Warcraft episode of South Park, mm-hmm. where the villain of that episode was the guy who just sat at the desk and slouched and played Warcraft, mm-hmm. didn't say anything. 
So this guy, his name is uh, Jared Nandon, uh, the man who passed away. I think it was last week. Um, his his claim to fame was that he looked he he cosplayed at, as this this character and went to BlizzCon and just like stole the show. And I think he won the cosplay contest. Oh yeah, he stole not, it. It's it's mistaken. so funny. You got to look at yeah. the video. Yeah, you can just see he like, had, like a desk on wheels. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like he had a good personality. You know, was able to joke at himself and and uh, you know just an affable seeming. He bu- he buzzed his hair to make it look like he had like the pattern right. baldness and everything. Right. And so, yeah, fortunately he passed away of COVID-19. Yeah. That sucks. Also, um, I, I don't, it didn't say how he passed away, but, uh, one of the voice actors from fire emblem, fire Emblem three houses. And this one was like, he was, uh, he was young. He was another, another 43 year old, like, uh, right. Brody, Brody Lee, the Brody wrestler Lee, who, yeah. who just died. He was 43 as well. And uh, it's like shit. I think he like, was forty-one, right? Yeah, Brody Lee. But I don't know. He's, young, in, his early, point, he's yeah. in his early forties, regardless. But yeah, this other this other guy, um, Brad Venable, um, he he died. And I was just looking at these tweets on here, and people are just like losing it over it. Like the people who worked with him on Fire Emblem, probably because I didn't think he was going to go mm. so quickly. And so a couple of people I follow already when we're talking about it, and one guy's just like bawling his eyes out, like in like in the car over it. And, yeah, they didn't. They didn't say what what the what the details of that was, but yeah, fire emblem sucks. And then the other guy, the last person who passed away, um, was Jonas Neubauer, who was the seven time classic Tetris world champion. He was only thirty nine. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Younger than me. Yeah. He was the yeah. He's right smack dab in the middle between yeah us but, and between you, us yeah or you and Trey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me and me and you and you's. Which I watched a couple of his videos and like of him winning and you know so when I heard about the news I was like oh, oh that guy he passed away it's just terrible yeah a lot of he wasn't a whole lot older than the game itself true yeah I was like that's I see that that seems young for a Tetris well it doesn't matter you know any any anybody of any age can be a can be a good player it came, I think it originally was eighty four when Alexei Pechenov like had the like the thing that he was passing around to his workmates mm-hmm. yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's just like Damn. 30, 36. And one, uh, I was going to say one more thing, and then we're done for the week. But uh, this is a big one that we kind of forgot last week to mention, is that Nintendo, they bought next-level games, like straight up, which was always something I thought Nintendo should do if they're second-party second things, you know. Next Level, who did uh, Luigi's Mansion and Mario Strikers, which is one that John's been talking about for a while, so... Mm. Yeah, maybe they would make a fucking soccer game for us. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, with more resources, you know, I imagine Nintendo's uh, giving them more money, and maybe they can make a couple games at a time. They must have something in mind. I mean, if they're if yeah, if they're straight up buying them, they obviously got some projects going. Not to mention that they did the Punch Out game on Wii. Okay, and they have they just have a really good quality stuff. Like what I've played of theirs, I think looks really good. I mean, Luigi's Mansion Three looked it looked incredible, and that was the last thing they did. So, so yeah, I'm excited to see what becomes. Hopefully, that means they're going to do more projects or bigger projects. That's Nintendo straight up buying them. I mean, yeah, I think I read that Luigi's Mansion sold eight million copies, so that must have played a factor in this. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion was pretty popular for there for a while there. I saw I saw it was it was uh, high on the charts. So. So yeah, I'm. I'm still. I, I would think. I still think that Strikers is maybe going to be the next thing. It would make sense. You know, we haven't. I hope so. It's been I mean, too long. Well, there were two of them. They had a sequel for Wii. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a Wii U one, but there's a lot of not Wii U stuff. But it was maybe they were making one for Wii U and they just haven't put it out yet. I don't know. 
I saw another thing that uh that somebody posted. It's not on here, but that uh that Monolith had like hired a bunch of extra people for a new project. So wondering what that is, or they just have more people than they normally do. So that they that they had been they have a, they have a big amount of people, and there's you know since Xenoblade, they probably got something big coming out. But maybe it's maybe it's a Breath of the Wild sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's probably that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's probably it's probably Breath of the Wild too, which I think hopefully still comes out this year. But yeah, I think I think we're good for this episode. We talked about a bunch of stuff that we want to talk about. But thanks everybody for listening. This has been episode two hundred and fifty-three. Um If you like the show, uh, head to Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast, and for one dollar you can you can listen to a whole bunch of extra episodes. I counted all the episodes and we have 29 bonus episodes on there that are only on Patreon, locked behind the $1 wall. So that's a lot of podcasts for you to listen to if you want to hear if you want to hear some extra stuff. And that's that's two it's like two how is it now is and the rest of them are all are all uh Nintendo main ones. And that's 22 official expansion packs and like five other bonus shows that, that just happen to be under the under the um behind the paywall. So Check that out. And and also you can check us out at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Check us out at YouTube.com slash Podcast. You can go see the top 10 video I made of my top 10 games of 2020. And also you can check us out at Twitch.tv slash Podcast. Now that I've finally caught up on all of the edit- editing stuff, I was editing like a podcast a day last week. But I got done with all of it, so now I can go back to Twitching, so... Check me, check me out. You know, late Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, Saturday nights. I'll be back in the regular fold. I'll be doing probably mostly wrestling stuff, depending on you know whatever whatever comes out. So that'll be that. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at at Nintendo underscore Domain and Jeremy at JMaxStack, and leave us a review or something on iTunes. I don't think it really does anything, but do it anyway if you like us. <laughs> you know, go do that stuff. Oh, and and uh, you know, check out my other podcast. How is it now? We just posted an episode about how, how who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, a very terrifying Elizabeth Taylor movie that has a lot of laughing in it and singing. Check that out. But uh, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you.